93.3 WMMR Audio On Demand presents the Preston and Steve Show podcast. And now, Preston and Steve's news update with Kathy Romano. All right, today is Thursday, August 22nd. Good morning, Kathy. Good morning in the news this morning. Many residents around Ballot Kinwood were shocked to find out that there's a homeless encampment about above the Kinwood Heritage Trail and the Schuylkill River. According what to- the f- According to Lower Marion Township Police, 25-year-old Romeo Gagliardi attacked another homeless man with a machete, striking him several times in the head and ribs. Uh, Gagliardi is homeless and currently living above the trail. I actually saw the police activity on the way in the other morning. Have you ever seen that? So, day before yesterday, I'm driving down Belmont. So, you know, this is Bala. This is our area that you're talking about. And you know where the CVS is at the bottom of the Mm -hmm. hill? Yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, so to the left is the CVS. To the right is the trail. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And I just see a pair of legs just hanging. For, oh, you it was, saw the guy? I don't know if it was him or not, but I just saw a pair of legs, somebody laying was stretched Was it Tuesday out. morning? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's what because I they must. But there have was taken... no there was no police activity or anything like oh. that. So I think I think it was just somebody sleeping. Oh, okay, oh, so okay, okay. So, okay. but from my point of view, I could just see his legs and maybe part of his torso, mm-hmm. and I'm like. Oh, is that like a jogger who just got tired is laying down? And it, no, it had to have been some of this homeless activity that's going on. Yeah. How big is the encampment? To camp out. Uh, you know, I don't know. Uh, but when I drove by on Tuesday, I saw all the police activity. I'm like, something happened here. And I didn't know, uh, you know, I, I kind of was like looking around as I passed by and I didn't hear anything uh, in the news until this morning about it. Yeah. Uh, so this guy was arraigned Wednesday and is being charged with aggravated assault, terroristic threats, uh, possessing an instrument of crime, simple assault, recklessly endangering another person and harassment. He's being held on $25,000 bail and has a preliminary hearing set for August 28th. Now, Aaron Cavanaugh said that he was allegedly attacked by this guy on the trail at 4.30 on Tuesday. He was treated uh, on the scene by officials and was taken to Lankanaw Hospital for further treatment. His wife said that she called 911 when she saw the gashes. Cavanaugh said that the attack happened over an argument over a campfire. Now, police have been working with the township's public works department to remove abandoned tents and belongings, and they are working to get the homeless the help uh, that they need to find housing. So they've gone in and said that they have to leave. Um, this is not. This is pretty common on pl- places like this. There's is one, it? yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. So there, there's another one. You guys know my mom works at a homeless shelter, and yeah, uh, yeah. there's like a wooded area uh, across the street from like a library out that way. And she said they all go in there. There's tents everywhere, and oh. that's where you got to watch that stuff. There, there was a guy who was actually living down. You know the hundred steps uh, in Wissahickon. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was like a an overhang, a stone overhang, and he was kind of living a la Rambo, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, in in, in that area, and they 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 got him out of there. But uh, wh- I used to be amazed when you'd go around. I forget exactly where it was. It was right off of um, six seventy six uh, in the city. We, th- there's a, a yeah, large under the overpass, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah you'd mm-hmm. see them all there. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see. Just kind of. A, I never see people under there, but you can see the remnants. You can There's see the stuff. leftovers. Mm-hmm. Right, right. right. The place. I know exactly where you're talking about. Yeah. Police are advising uh, that if you walk or run on the trail, that you go with a friend for safety. And the trail opens uh, dusk until dawn. But yeah, apparently there's uh, a bunch of homeless people that have their tents set up and they're living back there. Mm. But they are working to try to remove them and get them some help. Two female police officers whose sexual harassment lawsuit led to Philadelphia police commissioners to resign has received promises from the city that they won't be retaliated 
retaliated against or endure more transfers while the case plays out. Corporal Audra McCowan and Patrol Officer Jennifer Allen say their complaints of physically uh, of being physically and verbally harassed by supervisors and colleagues were ignored for years. McGowan accuses outgoing Commissioner Richard Ross of failing to help because she broke off a romantic uh, an affair that she was having with him in 2011. Ross, in his first public comments on Wednesday, denied any retaliation. The women in a lawsuit filed Monday say that since raising gender and race uh, race based complaints, they have been assigned rotating shift work, given undesirable jobs, harassed over efforts to pump breast milk, and suffered stress related medical problems. A court hearing is set for Wednesday to address their concerns uh, was canceled when the city agreed to stop transfers. However, at the moment, both of the officers are out on medical leave, their lawyer said. They didn't want to be in those jobs, uh, but we filed the motion so they wouldn't be moved again, lawyer Ian Bryson said. A priest is accused of stealing close to $100,000 from the Downingtown Parish, the Chester County District Attorney's Office said. You're not supposed to do that. Yeah, no, I'm not Catholic, but I don't think you're supposed to. No, no. Okay. <laughs> I, I don't think that's what you're supposed to do. Hey, and I am Catholic, and uh, I still don't think it's yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Ah. Father Joseph McLoon was arrested Wednesday for the theft of $98,405.50 from St. Joe's Catholic Church. He took 50 cents. He took 50 cents. The 56-year-old took over uh, as pastor of It's St- like Daffy Duck with the gold coin. Rolling away from the huge pile, Preston, and yeah. running after it. You got to get everything. Uh, so he took over as St. Joseph's Parish uh, following the removal of Monsignor William Lynn due to Lynn's indictment and incarceration. Oh, Officials no. say, Are you yeah. serious? Uh-huh. This uh-huh. was the replacement yep, guy? He was the replacement. <laughs> yeah, sure. I'll do it. I'll do it. The official said that McLoon ac- ac- oh. accomplished the theft by diverting parish funds into a secret account, misappropriating fees charged to parishioners and other fraudulent activity. He's accused of using the money to fund his personal lifestyle, which the DA says included a vacation home in Ocean City, travel, Ooh. dining, and spending on adult men with whom he maintained sexual relationships. Yikes. Nice Lambo, Padre. <laughs> <laughs> the DA says that McLoon gave him a pay raise, uh, gave himself a pay raise by doubling the amount he collected as a stipend for each mass, wedding, and funeral held at St. Joseph's Parish. The Archdiocese of Philadelphia said they became aware of the secret account last year and began their own investigation into the matter. Uh, so this guy is being charged Charged with theft by unlawful taking and related offenses. His bail was set at $50,000 unsecured. Steve, what would uh, Duplantis have to say about that? That is just, That's just hard. Criminal activity. <laughs> it's not in the Bible. <laughs> this is the kind of man who flies regular yeah. aircraft Coach. with other people. <laughs> he doesn't understand what the Lord really wants. Yeah. And what is that? Uh, to stay away from people. Yeah. <laughs> I I thought maybe it was a private jet. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's do sports this morning. <laughs> Bryce Harper's two-run home run propelled the Phillies to a 5-2 win over the Boston Red Sox last night at Fenway. Harper's homer in the fifth inning turned a 2-1 deficit into a 3-2 lead, and Corey Dickerson drove in two runs with a triple and a single to help the Phillies sweep the two-game interleague series. Jared Hughes earned earned the, the win with a hitless inning and a third of relief after Drew Smiley lasted just two and uh, three and two-thirds innings, allowing two runs and five hits with three walks while striking out four. Hector Neris pitched 
for the ninth for his 23rd save. And the Phils are off today before opening up a weekend series in South Florida against the Marlins tomorrow night. The Eagles have their third preseason game at home tonight against the Baltimore Ravens. Kickoff at the link is scheduled for 7.30. And that's what I have for you this morning. Thanks a whole lot, Kathy. We welcome you uh, to yet another edition of the Preston and Steve Show. And uh, happy to be on board. We have some stuff going on today, as we try to always do. So we had this uh, breaking news announcement yesterday. Late in the show, that our friend Kate Flannery is going to be on Dancing with the Stars. Yes, this is so cool. And so Kate's going to give us a call early this morning, actually, around 7.15. So we're going to talk to her. But uh, I think this is the... This is the closest friend we've ever had on that show before, right? We've known people. Well, our new show. best friend, John Schneider, was on it. So, uh, yeah. True. Yeah. Uh, there have actually been a few. Uh, I was going through the list of it because they have some controversy with this cast that you'll, I'm sure you'll get into later on. But um, there there have been a, a number of people that may have passed through our... Sure. They're not not a friend like Kate Kate's is. a buddy. Yeah, yeah. You know, so... That we could call and say, hey, call us tomorrow. Yeah. Yep. We right. want to talk to you about it. Yep, yep, yep. So uh, I'm excited for her. Hopefully she'll last. And We've uh, got to make go her last. Yeah, We've no. got to throw... Listen, I don't watch this show, <laughs> no. but we have to throw every bit of fan support we can because... It would be so cool if she took it all. Yeah, I think we all we have to all watch the show now, right? Absolutely. I will. As long as she's on. Yeah, I definitely will. Uh, so, Kate, we'll talk to her in the 7 o'clock hour. We also have a comedian, uh, Ian Edwards, who's stopping by performing at Helium Comedy Club tonight and then through the weekend. Uh, and our buddy uh, Giuseppe from Lorenzo's is stopping by. They have an announcement to make. Lorenzo's is, has been mentioned cool. a couple times this week. It has, yeah. I actually saw Joe this morning. <laughs> He's my neighbor. Oh, you did? Yeah, yeah. So I saw him pulling out a Wawa. I'm like, what the hell is he doing? <laughs> is he going to make pizza? So I call him. He's coming here. He was going to make pizza to bring it here for us this morning. I'm like, oh, yeah. Oh, thanks. Yeah, so. I wonder what their annual cardboard budget is over oh, there at Lorenzo's. God. Well, you know, they, they, I talked to him. Uh, I'm sure you have a, about this as well. Preston about getting their own company that simply makes the boxes. Really? Uh, yeah, because at a certain point, <laughs> it would be more cost effective to do that. Yeah, they got to yeah. integrate vertically. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so uh, we'll talk uh, about what they got going a little bit later on this morning. And uh, I'm sure we got loads of stuff to give away and all that good uh, material. So we'll take a break, come back in a second. I'll have a stupid question all set to go and some entertainment stories to roll out to you. So don't go far. We're going to be back in a moment. Here, Preston and Steve, you can see them too. Check out the weekly rush on Xfinity On Demand. New episodes, you guessed it, weekly. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Hey, good news. The Daily Rush video for the Preston and Steve Belly Flop Championship is now up and available for your viewing pleasure. Wow. Nice. It took a lot of work to, for them to put that together. I would imagine, yeah. We had, uh, it was it was a great event, and we had a we had a flop-off challenge that lasted a little ways, and our, our finals had to go in like four or five times, and <laughs> their bodies were just beat red from doing that many belly flops. But the uh, the video is now up. And you can watch it at PrestonandSteve.com and it's sponsored by Punchline Philly Comedy Club Restaurant and Bar. We haven't even seen it yet, so... No, just little snippets. Yep, I'm excited to uh, to go take a look at the full video because Nick Murphy and his crew do awesome camera work. They have GoPros mounted in the, in the bottom of the pool. Yeah. 
Uh, they've got uh, cameras from the front and and back, and they just do great coverage. So uh, if you want to check that out, it is now uh, up and running. So I have a stupid question, and if you can answer it correctly, we'll give you a pair of tickets. It's MMR Rocks. Zach Brown Band coming up Saturday, the 7th of September, BB&T Pavilion. Question I have for you this morning is, which country chose the thistle as its national flower? Hmm. 215-263-WMMR. I never knew thistle was a... Flower. Yeah, which country uh, chose the thistle as a national as its national? I always flower? thought of the thistle as being a little pointed and barbed. <laughs> yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah, correct. And in fact, I have a little thistle trivia for you. Really? Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Velcro fasteners were inspired by the by the thistle. They were inspired by the burrs of the uh, burdock thistle. Uh, why don't you stop thinking about this? <laughs> there's a, uh, for there's, a moment. There's yeah, a line a moment. in um, <laughs> in the movie The King's Speech where he gives him a tongue twister about uh, uh, thistles. I'm a thistle sifter. I sifle <laughs> thistles and blah, 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 blah. And it goes on and on about thistles. So thistle is top of mind for me. Let's see if you can get an answer. And don't worry about the moose. Why don't you forget <laughs> the moose for a moment? We had a moose moment last night. Anyway, oh, really? I'll tell you about that All later, right. maybe. We're going to do the stupid... We already did the... Oh, uh, damn it. I know. I, I almost interrupted you, but you hate me when I do that, so I didn't. I had a different... What? I had a different stupid question. We'll save it for tomorrow because oh. it has to do with Target, and I was going to okay. see... Oh. How, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was going to see... Where, how deep Kathy's knowledge of the brand goes. Oh, yes. So we'll do that tomorrow. All right, okay. All right, so I have some birthdays to go through. Uh, today being Thursday, August 22nd. It's uh, Kristen Wiggs' birthday today. Uh, she's 46 years old. I absolutely love her. Uh, when she was here in the studio, I had a little bit of a crush on her. She's awesome. She's so and, funny yeah. and talented, and she's cute. And She's in the new Wonder Woman movie. Yeah. She's playing Cheetah. Yeah. And yeah. she also has this new comedy out with, uh, is it Emma Thompson? Uh, Kate Blanchett. Kate Blanchett. Oh, and... Is that Bernadette or something? Like yeah, that? where'd you yeah. go, Bernadette? Okay. Are we having the writer and director in for that? No, case? that's uh, a different movie. Okay. okay. <laughs> uh, but uh, just love Kristen Wiig. And... She just got married, by the way. She was, um, or she, I, I proposed. The, okay. Uh, the guy, she was dating the guy from the Struts? What? No. Strokes? Uh, the stro- strokes. strokes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, one of the guys. Stroke or Strokes. Different right. strokes? Yeah, for different folks. Yeah, she's uh, 46 <laughs> years old today, and uh, yeah, she's, uh, maybe her last name will be Drummond. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, who knows? Different Strokes. Uh, so, happy birthday. All right, we also have uh, Vernon Reed, ah. guitarist for Living Color, and they played the Camp Out for Hunger uh, a few years ago, and we just sat there with our jaws on the floor watching these guys play. We should take this song, re-edit the spoken part out of the beginning and put yeah. in the moose passage. You're right. <laughs> Would that be great? Stop and think about that. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? <laughs> it would be great. Right, let's try Can you re-edit, can you re-edit yeah. that? Yeah. Uh, you know, I can't. Put a little more Marissa processing on you. By the and way, Marissa, if you could put a little more EQ on, I don't know if you can do that. By the way, does anyone know, I've never bothered to research it, at the beginning of Cult of Personality, you know, what I want to do is sit down and talk in a language where everyone can easily understand. Anybody know who that is? I what, don't. Or what I politician don't. that might have been? Is that... We want to talk right down to earth in a language that everybody here can easily understand. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? 
Uh, I was thinking initially that it might have been somebody like Malcolm X, but uh, uh, it doesn't sound like Malcolm X. No. Uh-uh. Uh, it sounds like Malcolm Jamal Warner. No, Steve, you're right. Wait, am I right? That's Malcolm right. X. Yeah. Get oh. out of here. Yeah, that's impressive. Well done, Steve. Let's hear Case, can you reset that? I already did. Let's you're hear ready? it again, yeah. And during the few moments that we have left, we want to talk right down to us in a language that everybody here understand. I guess I've gotten so used to Denzel's voice from the movie as Malcolm X that I, I didn't even wild. think that that was him. Wow. That happens occasionally when there's a performance that's so yeah. like electrifying that you, like, uh, you know, uh, for me, pretty much Ben Kingsley is Mahatma Gandhi. Right, yeah, right. <laughs> the way it goes. Wow, interesting. Well, you learn stuff when you listen to the Preston and Steve show. Vernon Reed. Why don't you stop thinking about the moose? <laughs> <laughs> For a moment. Happy happy 61st birthday. Uh, Singer-songwriter Tori Amos is 56 years old. I I like Tori Amos. Does she have any happy songs? Yes, she does. She has uh, the uh, Who Let the Dogs Out. No. (laughs) (laughs) Let the canines run free. Uh, (laughs) She sits side saddle on the piano bench, right? Yeah, she kind of, yeah, the... Faces the audience when she plays. That and... was one of the first concerts I went to. I think Debbie Gibson was the very first. She may have been like it's second. Pretty or much third. the same thing. Yeah, you you hung a one eighty. <laughs> what was, tw- it was electric youth? It was Debbie Gibson, uh, Amy Grant, because my mom's like, see, it's so nice to sing about Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, Tori Amos. <laughs> Oh, she listened to go to Tori Amos? Uh, yes, she did. Right. Were you into that whole sort of, uh, there was like a Lilith Fair vibe for a while with yeah. Sarah McLaughlin on? Yep, yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right, 56 today. David Chase, creator of Sopranos. Uh, he's 74. Doing years. a prequel movie to it. Well, today, yeah, that's true. Yep. Tony Sopranos uh, in high school. Uh, yeah. I mean, it, Basically, that's, that's, yeah. yeah, it's Tony Sopranos. I mean, it's uh, Gandolfini's son playing young Tony Soprano. Oh, wow. Okay. Uh, then you have Sydney Williams, oh. who has uh, visited our studio not that long ago. Shirley of Laverne and Shirley, Shirley Feeney. That's one of my favorite days. Her and Didi Khan in the studio. Oh man, that I was love so fun both of them. But Cindy yeah. Williams and Penny Marshall, you know, they're great. People can dismiss it as a, one of the great TV comedy pairings. Seventy-two years old today. Uh, Steve Croft, correspondent for sixty minutes, is seventy-four today. And then the last birthday I saw is Rodrigo Santoro, the actor. Uh, now, correct me if I'm wrong. In Love Actually, he's the really hunky guy, right? Yeah. That Laura Linney. Yeah, he's also the guy that showed up on Lost for like three episodes that yep. everybody was like, what the hell is this storyline? Oh, and then yeah, right. Three, in 300, he was Xerxes, right? Yeah, he was the main yeah. nemesis. They have him, uh, he's he's filmed in such a way to suggest that he's yeah, like super tall. Feet tall. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, and he's also in Westworld. He is uh, 44 years old today. All right, we'll see if somebody knows the answer to this. Which country... Chose the thistle as its <laughs> national flower. Thistle's just fun to say. Thistle. 215-263-WMMR is the number. And I am going to go to Matt. Hey, Matt, good morning. Hey, how you doing, guys? Good, Matt. Do you know the answer? What country we're talking about? I'm going to go with Scotland. Scotland's correct. Oh! Home of the thistle. Yes, it is the home of the thistle in Scotland. I'm a thistle sifter. I have a sieve of sifted thistles and a sieve of unsifted thistles because I'm a thistle sifter. <laughs> there, and there you go. It's easily said. So Matt got it right, and we are going to give him a pair of tickets as MMR Rock Zach Brown Band on Saturday, September 7th, at BB&T Pavilion, and some tickets for both shows of their uh, both of their shows remain. And September 6th and 7th are still available. Ticketmaster.com. Okay. Not, not to digress for a second yeah. here, Preston, but yeah. then went in the world of thistles. 
Sometimes when you go into the woods, there are a particular plants that have these little barbed balls that will always stick to your clothing. Yeah, they're burrs. Yeah. So they are? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is mm-hmm. that the plant is named? No, that's what is just the plant what, that generates the burrs. That's what you end up with. I don't know, but... Yeah. Um, they can stick all over you. Well, that's the uh, the bur- That's a mascot of West Catholic, the girls... Uh, the Raymond uh, Burrs. Well, no, they were called the burrs. Oh, really? So, yeah, whenever they do their like reunion uh, down the shore, they do, like an all-class reunion, it's called Burrs on the Beach. Huh. Really? Okay, yeah. the burrs. And yeah. this is a female uh, well, school? when my mom went there, I guess it was split. You know, they had a male. No, no, yeah, because I, I, oh, jeez. It's female. Well, yeah. now <laughs> it's, uh, oh, jeez. Well, now it's like a, um, oh, jeez. Oh, 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 golly. <laughs> well, now it's a, what's the word I'm looking for? It's a private a school. It, no, it's no. a private school. Before oh. it was a Catholic school that huh? was. Okay. Um, the Burrs. The Burrs. The Burrs? Uh, okay. What? Right. Just move on. I. <laughs> I've been. My brain. I have the floor now. Okay. Uh, floor house star Lori Laughlin seems to be rethinking her legal strategy. Oh. <laughs> According to new reports in Us Weekly and People. So uh, she's, of course, been charged along with her husband uh, for shelling out $500,000 to get their daughters into the University of Southern California. They've maintained their innocence and refused to plead guilty in exchange for a lighter sentence. Uh, like many of the other parents swept up in the scandal, including Felicity Huffman. So, you know, others have, have gone for a plea deal. Sure, and, and those, they're more likely to do better because they accepted the plea deal. The yes. word was originally they waited too long and they were going to try to work a separate deal. There are some things, though, in this case, Preston, that might work in their favor that have come out concerning how they solicit for uh, people on the rowing team, I guess, was it USC where she was going? Uh-huh. And so there might be some gray areas here. Well, apparently now facing 40 years in jail if convicted, it's uh, starting to weigh on her now. She has, quote, asked her lawyer to negotiate a plea deal that would involve no jail time but home confinement and with monitoring via ankle monitor. This is an insider saying this. She's willing to pay, pay a substantial fine of over $2 million. Huh. Uh, meanwhile, an insider tells people that she didn't think that shelling out half a million was wrong. She honestly didn't think what she was doing was any different than donating money for a library or an athletic field. She's embarrassed and hurt, and she knows that her reputation has been ruined for life, the source says. But she also believes the allegations against her aren't true. Okay, but is there anybody on the school side that's in trouble for this? Well, the guy who yeah. would have been in trouble uh, provided evidence for the investigators, so he's actually going to do far less. I know. It's He'll get in trouble, right? Yeah, he's but... getting in trouble. Yeah. How can the person that receiving it? the bribe, w- yeah. and I'm just going to call it a bribe, I don't know what the freak it yeah. is, but... How can the person receiving it be getting less? No, I get this, it. They, they, this happens all the time. I, I mean, know. You know what happened? Like Sammy the Bull Gravano, the, mm-hmm. the hitman who killed, what, like 16, 17 people, turned evidence against Gotti and got off with basically nothing. They put him on like a witness relocation program thing, like, you know, yeah. Henry Hill and Goodfellas. Yeah. So here's a guy who's... We the, the, is known. They know he's murdered people. And he gets off with it because he turned evidence on the guy they were really... Yeah, the justice system's a little wacky. Yeah. Well, loony, I would say, and zany. We'll see what happens. Uh, Dancing with the Stars host Tom Bergeron is responding to some widespread negativity with the uh, casting of the iconic ABC series was met with. Uh, former White House Press Secretary Sean Spicer, Supreme's Mary Wilson, uh, Karamo Brown, The Bachelorette's Hannah Brown, supermodel Christy Brinkley, country star Lauren Elena, actor James Vanderbeek, NFL yeah. legend Ray Lewis, Pop star Allie Brooke, Lamar Odom, and Kel Mitchell, plus our good friend Kate Flannery of The Office, who we're going to talk to later this morning, are the cast. 
Uh, Twitter erupted in some outrage, primarily at Spicer's casting, as he's considered by some to be highly divisive. So Bergeron took to Twitter to explain his side. He said, a few months ago during a lunch with the new executive producer, I offered suggestions for season 28. Chief among them was my hope that Dancing with the Stars would be a joyful respite from our exhausting political climate and free of inevitably divisive bookings from any party affiliations. Uh, And he said, I left that lunch convinced that we were in agreement. And he said, subsequently, and rather obviously, a a decision was made to, as we often say in Hollywood, go in a different direction. Yeah. Uh, Yeah. He said, it is the prerogative of the producers in partnership with the network to make whatever decisions they feel are in the best long-term interests of the franchise. Uh, We can agree to disagree, as we do now, but ultimately it's their call, and I'll leave them... I'll leave it to them to answer any future questions about those decisions. So I, he basically said it was I didn't pick, and if you got a problem with that, it's them. I think Bergeron's right in this. I think that, that he's trying to keep the show like the, the way we yeah. approach it. We don't want listen. We you may we don't want to whatever the case. They've had people on before. They had Tucker Carlson on. They've had people. They've had political people. But he's Bergeron's thinking. I would like the the largest available audience without yeah. pissing people off. Right, yep. and that's that's part of the deal. You know whether, whether you're you're, you're you know, like uh, Sean Spicer or don't, whatever the case is, he's looking in, at this thinking with the same sort of methodology that we use. We'd like to be a break from all this crap because it just it, it, it works its way into everything now. And they're trying to make this dumb dancing show yeah. something where you don't have to. And it's an that. election year coming up, too. It's going to be volatile. Right. You don't need to but dive into they, that stuff. Did they get more flack for Spicer or for Ray Lewis? That's what I was going to say. It, like Ray Lewis is pretty divisive. Ray as Lewis well. was divisive as well. And, and he I pled think guilty to a stabbing murder. I mean, uh, to obstruct in, uh, of justice. And so Bergeron's seen this <laughs> in a couple of years and is like, and I was reading a little bit more extended interview or whatever he posted and that's his his take is in fact the whole purpose of the meeting was can we veer away from that right and just make this a, a you know a dance competition for whatever the hell to answer is. your question nick the story that i read is said uh, it said that primarily it was spicer's casting okay. that that had caused a, a bit of an uproar but i'm sure some people are uh, in there too on the, yeah. on the ray lewis thing so but anyhow <laughs> he's saying look you know, I tried. Here's what we got. Yeah. I, mean, I got to do this. So, you know. Suck it. Talk to those guys. Suck a bag of D's. Uh, suck a bag of D's. Fans are sniffing, sniffing a conspiracy in Kim Kardashian's latest social media share. This is so stupid. <laughs> All right. This is so. You're, and you're going to have to explain it to me. All so right. uh, she, she nominally posted a video of her, quote, brave daughter, Chicago West, playing with snakes on Wednesday. Now, the one-year-old apparently had no qualms handling snakes, and she wrote, My Brave Chicago. My Brave Chicago. Uh, also adding a snake emoji. Now, the emoji of a snake, of course, it says here, of course. Of course. Is a key player in her ongoing feud with Taylor Swift, and fans are loving it. Congratulating Holy her hell. on being brave enough to let uh, Shy play with Swift. I don't, I don't understand this at all. So, the snake emoji means... Like there's there's a feud going on that that uh, somebody's a bitch, somebody's a snake, somebody's like a snake in the grass, right? Yeah, you know right, that, that right. expression. So um, this could be uh, just a, a, an adorable video with a daughter playing with a snake, or it could be a deliberate attempt to find a way to be subver- sub- subversive and get into the news because of an emoji. This is clearly that Nick. It is a bold faced attack on Wait, America's so- sweetheart Taylor Swift. So, but th- okay. So, but they're saying that this post is a shot at Taylor. Yes. It is, cl- uh, Kathy. Uh, yeah, 
How could it be how anything could else? I, how could not you see an adorable <laughs> little girl playing with an innocuous snake. This is war. I and saw. Then, well, it's the snake emoji that people right. are going on about. Uh, she is actually playing with, with a snake. snake. So yeah. then the, the emoji's okay. Uh-huh. Yes, exactly. <laughs> you <laughs> freaking morons. You walked in the trap. You stepped right in the trap, Preston. Jesus. So I, I saw one earlier in the week, uh, an emoji, and uh, there was it was back to back emojis. Casey was kind of like the emoji code. It was a cup of coffee and a frog. Do you guys know what that one means? It means you're gay. <laughs> no. Clearly, no. Uh, yeah, Java you frog. Uh, yeah. I had to look it up. It's based on Java frog. <laughs> it's based on a meme of Kermit the Frog uh, sipping tea, which oh. is apparently means this is none of my business. So if you ever see, what? yeah, no. I, I know. It, so it's it's based on I love it. Uh, on something else that's based on something else. <laughs> All right, so this picture of Kermit drinking tea that, means... That became a this, meme. This is none of your business? This is none of your business. I'm just going to leave this here, and it became a sort of a popular meme at, at one point. And now on Instagram, when you see the coffee emoji and the frog emoji, that's, it's reference to a meme, which is reference to something else. Okay, so this is like now. What's that uh, that English language where it's like, oh, well, we're in real Barney right Cockney. now? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. You're right. It's similar to Cockney. You you have to. There's a there's a. Uh, you need a, a freaking. Uh, you need the Rosetta Stone. Yes. Yeah, a translator in order to sorry. figure this out. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's insane. Uh, okay. And to think that people know all the various nuances of these things is ridiculous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I would not have gotten the Kermit drinking Lipton tea. Well. The only I'm reason I bring it up is so you know it now. Yeah, thank I mean, you. Yesterday George, we yeah. learned that if you flip a pineapple over, you're going to get gang banged. That's true. <laughs> uh, I'm so glad I don't care about okay. this. All right, so what's uh, the emoji for "I don't care"? This happened. Uh, well, the, this is none of your business, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. So that would do it. Uh, this is from a couple days ago. We didn't get a chance to get to it, but Larry King is seeking a divorce from his seventh wife, Sean King. Twenty-two years they've been together. It's over. So, so he he's been. It's funny. He's been able to be married for twenty two years and have seven wives. It's crazy. That's how old he is. He's yeah. Seven wives. He's had. He's eighty five years old. <laughs> he filed a petition to end the marriage Tuesday in L A. Superior Court. Uh, Larry and Sean King, who was then hey, Larry, who was then a singer and TV host, married in nineteen ninety seven and have two adult sons, Chance, who is twenty, and Cannon, who is nineteen. Uh, you know why they named him Chance Preston? Uh-uh. Because there's no chance he's actually right. his son. I do like the name Cannon. That's pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, reports Cannons surfaced go boom. in 2016 <laughs> that Sean had an affair with another man. By the way, she's 59 years old. She's a, an attractive woman. She and is an attractive woman. Of course, woman. Uh, Larry yeah. works as a gargoyle on buildings. Uh, but uh, Sean and Larry sat down for a joint interview. This is in 2016. Uh, when there were reports that uh, he had an affair with another woman. Uh, So they sat down for a joint interview on the Hallmark Channel's Home and Family and presented a united front. Uh, He had said, I've been in the business um, next May for 60 years, and I've dealt with rumors for a long time, Larry said, and I've dealt with people involved with rumors, and rumors are what they are. They're rumors, and... To tell you the truth, I don't pay any attention. Rumors are rumors, and there's rumors, and Fleetwood Mac released an album called Rumors. Uh, This week on the latest pinup girl, Sean had commented, you have to just develop a shell around yourself. Can I say rumors again? And not get hard on the inside and stick together. I'm hard. I'm hard all over. Shell on it. (laughs) A source tells E.T. that Larry is in great spirits amid his divorce proceedings. So they look honestly. Anytime you see them together, she looks like his Bayada nurse. Yeah, Yeah, you're right. You think he'll date again? Yeah. Yes. There's still a lot of steam in this engine. 
Uh, Gigi Hadid and Tyler Cameron continue on their road to romance, dining out at uh, L.A.'s uh, La Esquina. Oh, no, I'm sorry. It's in New York. It's La Esquina, not L.A. <laughs> uh, in New York City, this time with her good friend Serena Williams. Ah, they're pounding around with Serena Williams. Well, Hadid and Cameron are reportedly keeping it casual. She broke up with longtime love uh, Zayn Malik, and he just came off of The Bachelorette. Uh, they keep hanging out, and Cameron is looking for an apartment in New York City. Uh, Williams this is also and, exciting. Uh, Williams and Hadid are tight with the tennis star leaving her newborn to present her with an award in 2017, saying at the time, Gigi, you're one of the few people on this planet I would leave my baby for one night. Huh. I yeah. would I would eagerly abandon my children for you. Hadid responded, Serena, I just want to say you have been such a beautiful light in my life for so many years, and I can't tell you how happy I am to call you my friend. How do they get these exact quotes? I don't know. What are they? I mean, it's ridiculous. This is what they're assuming they're saying. It was... It was uh, it was a public. It was an award. Okay, all right. So anyhow, uh, Williams was reportedly in town for Nike's Queen of the Future event, in which she and other tennis pros like Naomi Osaka, uh, Simona Halep, and Maria Sharapova played with aspiring tennis players at a pop-up stadium. A pop-up stadium. <laughs> and where are those pictures? I was supposed How do you to create see? a pop-up stadium. All right. Anyway. Uh, Forbes has released the highest paid stars list. It has come out. We're all always fascinated with this. Who's yeah. making the most? Yeah, I have the top ten for you here. Uh, which way Don't you want to go? It sounds desperate. I know. Uh, do you want to go from the bottom up? Let's go from yeah to to, to the to, from the least to the highest paid. All right. So Will Smith uh, earned thirty five million uh, within a year. It was. Um, between uh, one year at th- this time, I okay, around yes, this time. Yeah, so, yeah. so Will Smith, and then you had Paul Rudd made forty one right. million. Good for him. Yeah, wow. that's awesome. We love Paul Rudd. Chris Evans, yep, forty three point five. You'll see quite a few superheroes the Avengers, yes. on this list. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Adam Sandler made fifty seven million. Adam Sandler still, still. makes Adam money. Sandler fist for Netflix has yeah. been releasing some of their highest rated oh, movies. Really, he has his contract oh, he... with Netflix is on fire. He also uh, David Spade's movies do incredibly well. So everyone in that Sandler group is doing gangbusters on Netflix. Uh, at number six is our buddy Bradley Cooper. He made fifty-seven million. It was a big year for him with the Star Stars is Born. born yeah. yeah. Uh, number five, Jackie Chan made fifty-eight million dollars. Now, Jackie Chan, like over in Hong Kong, and, mm-hmm. and yeah, he is. He's yeah. still. He's he's Brando sure. over there. Uh, number four is Akshay Kumar, and I don't know who that is. Uh, you spell or Akshay A K S H A Y Bollywood maybe possibly Bollywood I'm not sure Nick you'd have to look that up Akshay S H A Y Kumar yeah um, okay. yeah Bollywood yeah exact case Akshay Kumar made sixty five million dollars uh, in third place is Robert Downey Jr. Uh, with sixty six million <laughs> any anybody want to guess the top two all right the top two. Uh, Dwayne Johnson. Yep, Dwayne is oh, number wow. one. Wow, no way. Right? Yeah, yeah. Eighty-nine million dollars. Wow. Eighty in the past year. Not, but also, you got to remember, Dwayne Johnson has a movie out every seven minutes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> is Kevin Hart the other? No, Kevin's not even in the top ten. Number two is Chris Hemsworth, and uh, oh. he made seventy-six point four million. Well, he had Men in Black in there too, so maybe yeah. that was uh, maybe that it didn't make a lot of money at the box office. But he was paid up him. front. Yeah. He made what a lot about of the money. Royale one as well? 
Oh, uh, yeah. Bad times at the El Royale. Mm-hmm. So uh, there you go. They're making lots of money. And, uh, you know. Dwayne uh, Johnson, man. He was already a multimillionaire off of the wrestling. Yeah. yeah. And then the movie career just, he's just shot him in the stratosphere. Yeah. Uh, what else I got here for you? Meghan Markle is sharing a look at her lovely day. After, oh, my God. After announcing that she is launching a capsule collection of women's wear to benefit a charity that helps women snag jobs. It's called SmartWorks. And fans are getting the first look at a project. She posted a video on Instagram stories in which she surprises a group of women as they arrive to the collection photo shoot. The action is set to Bill Withers' 1977 hit, Lovely Day. So oh, that's, that's why okay. she has It is a great song. Uh, so, she's got a collection out. And, a uh, capsule collection. What is a capsule collection? I don't know. Kathy, any idea what a capsule collection is? Was it maybe small, limited edition or something mm, like that? I'm not sure. Okay. Is it like a Tylenol capsule? Something along those lines. All right, and then uh, one more story, and we'll wrap things up. Uh, fresh off his role of playing Elton John in the hit biopic Rocket Man, Rolling Stone reported that actor Taron Egerton will read the audiobook of Elton's upcoming memoir titled Me. Has anyone seen Rocket Man? I have not. It's one that I missed. I know. I was so eager yeah. to see it. Me too. It's just one that I think I I've been watching Bohemian Rhapsody so much, so much on uh, yeah. HBO. Yeah. Uh, the autobiography, which was co-written by uh, music journalist uh, Alexis Petridis. Texas. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah, right. Uh, <laughs> stuff. Uh, will be published on October 15th. And in the press release for the 13-hour audiobook, which will include passages by Elton himself, Egerton explained, Elton John is a fascinating man, at times incredibly intimidating and yet very vulnerable. I've never met anyone like him. I was passionate about my role as Elton in the movie Rocket Man. And this feels like the perfect closing chapter to the whole experience. I'm honored to have been asked to narrate Elton's autobiography, and I'm excited to get started. What's the next movie of this ilk coming out, this big? I've not heard any other biopic, uh, anything that's being released right away. Richard Marks. Isn't there a, Bo- a Bowie one coming out? Yeah, Bowie might be one. Well, yeah. there was a documentary that came out just okay. recently on the forming years of him up until Ziggy Stardust. So I don't know about a, a biopic, but who knows. Uh, but I have met Elton a couple of times. Super nice guy. Where did you very, meet very him? Funny. I met him in St. Louis. He was playing yeah. Bush Stadium. And uh, so we did a meet and greet uh, beforehand. And uh, he was wearing this red. It, it looked like... Um, it was head to toe red leather outfit. Yeah, mm-hmm. and like Eddie uh, Murphy, uh, kind of like that. Yeah, yeah. and uh, and he was very very nice, and and he was commenting. He was talking about you know because it gets really muggy in the summertime. There, he's like, yeah, it's the last time I played here, it was hot as s, <laughs> hot as s, and uh, he was just very very friendly, cool Super friendly. And then I met him another time in New York at a performance that he did for uh, I forgot which uh, record company he was with but it was this exclusive Rosie O'Donnell was sitting in front oh really there you go how was she she was nice could you move your head and uh, (laughs) it was just him and a piano and he played for like an hour for uh, it was all the executives I think it might have been A&E not A&E A&M records I told you uh, one of the best concerts I've ever seen in my life he did about four hours at the Beacon Theater yeah wow and um, he was back after having all that throat uh, stuff all those issues with the uh, the polyps on his vocal cords or whatever it was and it was him. He had two pianos, and he had uh, Ray Cooper, I think his name was, the percussionist. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was it. Nice. It was amazing. Yep, he's great. 
All right. Wait, real quick, just yes. because I didn't like that I didn't know the answer. Capsule. So that, yeah, the capsule collection. It's basically like essentials that you need in your wardrobe. Okay. All right. Apparently, this is the third time we had to look this up. <laughs> oh, Are serious? you serious? Yeah, we talked about it. We are wealthy underinformed when it comes to capsules. <laughs> All right, we're ready for the clips, y'all. And Brittany runs a marathon. The title character trades in her late night adventures and early morning walks of shame to train for the New York City Marathon. And here, Jillian Bell talks about how this movie changed her life. It just felt very personal to me, her journey and things that I've gone through before. There were lines in there that I'm like, I've said that to myself. So I thought it would be either very therapeutic or send me in a spiral. And I think it did both in a, in a good way. Um, yes. This is who we're going to have in studio right. on Monday. Okay. Yeah. Her and then the writer-director of the movie. Nice. Yeah. She's great. I love her. She's uh, great. Brittany Runs a Marathon hits theaters this week. Ooh. She's incredibly funny in uh, the, uh, t- uh, t- was it 22 Jump Street? Yeah. yeah. Yep. Let's do the next clip. Most parents wouldn't know what to do upon finding out their child would like to attend clown college. Baskets <laughs> features Chip doing this, and Louis Anderson, who portrays his mother, explains why Zach Galifianakis is a pleasure to work with. You know, when he's doing a part or getting into the character, but he never shuts anyone out, and, you know, he's just really, like, I, I was surprised at what a real person he was, because he's a big movie star, but yet, just so down-to-earth and so natural. <laughs> Didn't they just, uh, isn't that over? Didn't they meant say, Are they wrapping it up? I, th- I thought it was, says the series finale. There you go. So, okay. uh, Baskets airs tonight at uh, 10 o'clock. The show is uh, actually funny. It is very, and Louis Anderson as the mom is very funny. I love him in drag. He it, won, it, I think he awesome. won, uh, didn't he win the Golden Globe or the Emmy one year for that? I'm not sure. Yeah. You may have. All right. And that is what I have in the entertainment report for you this morning. All right, let's take a break. Uh, we are going to come back in a moment. We're going to get Kate Flannery on when we return. Mm-hmm. See how she feels about Dancing with the Stars, getting prepared for all of that. Uh, we're also going to have Ian Edwards at uh, Helium Comedy Club and our uh, friends from Lorenzo's. Our buddy uh, Giuseppe has a really cool announcement coming up, and, and you could benefit from this. We'll get you the details in a little bit. Stay with us. Nickelback hits Atlantic City this Saturday at Hard Rock Hotel Casino. MMR's got your shot at their exclusive side stage cove for a concert experience you'll never forget. This is how Listen this week to win your way in. Winners get tickets and access passes to join our own Brent Porsche at the show. WMMR.com for complete details and giveaway schedule from 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, thank you so much, Kathy. Uh, hang on, I'm looking for something. All right, I am all set for our next guest. She's uh, she's on the line, ready to go. We actually broke in with breaking news yesterday. Well, she warns this. Uh, she definitely does. And this warns that. A good friend of the and show. So that. let's get ready for this. She's a dancing she Okay, so we have our good friend Kate Flannery on the yeah. line. Dancing with the stars. Oh, my God. Hi, Kate. Hey, how are you? We're great. But how are you? Uh, you know what? I'm I'm exhausted. I've already started dancing. I'm exhausted. No, I'm just kidding. I don't, I don't know. I'm I'm this, I'm not sure what I'm getting myself into. But here we go. No. Wait, did you start practice yet? Uh, I'm not officially. 
Okay. I, I'm, they said don't over uh, rehearse before we meet with our uh, uh, dancing partners. I'm taking their advice. Well, this is very cool because we've, we've had a few people. We had John Schneider in recently oh, yeah. who was, uh, uh, you know, he talked about it. He said a lot of people say they get into the best shape they've ever been in from Dancing with the Stars. Others uh, that we've had in said uh, it was torturous beyond all uh, belief. <laughs> but it's everyone says it's a unique experience. I have to ask you. You impress me as the kind of person who does a lot of street and break dancing. Um, so, is that going to be yeah, your strong point? So is that going to be your strong, strong point, Kate? What, 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 what is your specialty? Uh, well, I'm just, I, you know, you guys, I just want a carbo load. <laughs> yeah. You're going to carbo load. Maybe some, you know, a lot of non alcoholic beer. Right. <laughs> I think this is, and if you know, honestly, when you look at the, the, the cast, I mean, they, they come out with the, the, the quote unquote celebrities, I'm like, you are, and, and especially there's never been a hotter time for the uh, the office because it's just huge. A and then B. I'm looking at your 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 competitors on this. You're the Meryl Streep of this group. You're hilarious. <laughs> it's the truth. You're hilarious. Yeah. No. Yeah. I think it's going to be great. And, and uh, we've already said we're going to compel uh, non watchers and watchers alike to to vote for you. Oh, one hundred percent. I I stopped yeah. watching a few years ago. I used to love this yeah, show. Yeah. I'm, I one hundred percent. I'm watching this, Kate, and I'm voting for you every week. You guys, this is so much pressure. I like it when the bar is nice and low. Listen, I don't care. No, you don't have to do a damn thing. Yeah. We'll just keep voting for you. <laughs> we'll keep promoting that on the airwaves, too. We're going to push it. Throw, throw a hissy fit and refuse to dance. We'll still vote for you. Yeah. <laughs> We're going to vote for you. <laughs> I'm, I'm actually really excited. I mean, you know, I have to say, this show is a party, and I've been invited to a party, so I never turn down an invitation to a party. So here we go. Yeah. Here we go. Do you know who your partner is? No, no, won't won't find out till Monday. But you know, also like the re- one of the reasons why I decided to do this is because I feel like you know I'm 55, you know, class of 82 at Archbishop Carroll, and I think the thing is is that. We take ourselves out of the race so many times when we get older, like, oh, I can't do that anymore, I can't do that. So I feel like I, I may not be able to do this anymore, but I've been asked to do it, so I'm, I'm going to give it a shot. Yeah, and, and I wanted to ask what part of you, because obviously, you know, some things come along with it. There's exposure, you might win, who knows. Uh, but, but what part of it is, you know, okay, this will force me to kind of get a little bit more physically in shape because every single person that is a contestant on this show comes back and says, I am in the best shape of my life. After all this, and now it's going to be it's going to be torture doing all those hours and hours and hours. But was there a part of you that says this will help whip me into shape a little bit? Maybe, yeah. Because I, I I like to, you know, I like to be on a, a microscope. You know, I like to challenge myself. And mm-hmm. uh, but I also feel like, I, I mean, I don't know. We'll we'll see what happens. I mean, because you know, I, I don't know if you guys know this, but when you get older, like things don't work the way they used to. <laughs> yeah. oh, uh, I, there's at least eighty percent of my body that no longer works. But but it's uh, but but I'm really I'm really working with the twenty percent and it's working out okay. So yeah, the electro shock I'm going to do every day I think should help. Though, you know, no, it's awesome. Well, it's so cool. So Kate, there there are portions that air live. Um, yes. Will you um, not curse so much on ABC? <laughs> there is a, six, a five, was it five second delay. You guys, I'm, I'm depending on the five second delay. Okay, so five second, not, not unless you really stretch out the f bomb. Yeah. I don't think you're going to make it. You're not need... going to make it through the whole season nope. without cursing. <laughs> Jesus, Flannery! You know she's going to do it. Oh my you know, god! They, you know, you don't know how many celebrities have been through here and now know that it's the Flannery button on oh the uh, on the board. So, so let me ask you. Obviously, there's there's a, a, a you can't address the the controversial casting and blah 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 blah. The show is by about dancing. 
And that, that's and I, I think Tom Bergeron is right. You just got to you sort of check out and enjoy what what's going on. But again, for a show that uh, what is this? This is the two hundred and forty first season. Close twenty eight. Twenty eight seasons. Jeez. And the yeah. show is it's an international sensation. Yeah. In other countries, they have their own competitions. Yeah, you become part of this um, this uh, group that uh, they always have the other um, dancers back. Even if you are, and we're going to work to make sure this is not the case. You're voted out early. You come back for all of the specialty shows and the voting and all of that stuff. Um, I mean, what, what a great confluence of events to have. We talked about it the last time to have the office as hot as it's ever been yeah. in repeats. Yeah. Uh, and this going on at the same time has to blow your mind. It does. I'm already doing Dancing with the Stars in Croatia next year. <laughs> You're doing Croatian Dancing with the Stars. I'm gonna. No, I'm just kidding. But yeah. So <laughs> I, it's, it's such a gift. I mean, this is. I feel like the office has the smartest, most. I mean, really, the most really like obsessed fans. But like, yeah. because they're smart, like I feel like I'm so lucky to be on a show that had the best writing and the best. You know, just just the best cast and like just and also treat the audience like they were really smart. Like you can watch the same episode five times and find five things that you didn't, or maybe find four things that you didn't find funny the first time because you were laughing over it. No, you're you know, you're, you're like, exactly right. And I think that's why kids, younger kids, have gotten into it because no one's telling them when to laugh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, no, and so obviously you already know, Kate, because you sent some nice videos to my daughter that like her and. All of her classmates are, you know, uh, just obsessed with the show. They've watched it in its entirety. I'm talking all, every single episode, you know, a, a couple of different times. Um, so as a result, I have watched it, you know, over and over again. And I, and I made this observation about the, um, when, when Michael and, and Holly get engaged, that episode, I've watched at least five times and I've cried Every single time. It's just so sweet. I really, really love it. So not only um, is it a funny show, but it's a show that has heart. Absolutely. Listen, and, and we, we we love Ricky Gervais and I, I, the original version of the show, which was was solid. But there were a lot of references and things that that I don't think ported if, effectively. And that I, you, Casey, the show is in a, in a class by itself. Yeah. Right? Thank you. So maybe I shouldn't do Dancing with the Stars. Maybe You're going to sully the image. This is a disaster. <laughs> what no, <are> you, <laughs> you should because I, I wanted to ask you. I don't know. Like, listen, in professional uh, sports, the, all the athletes, they get a certain amount of tickets to the game. Um, so if you, like, make it to, like, the top five, top four, is there any way that uh, we could be your cheering section well, at, at one of these? Can you bring Rolling Rock? Yeah. yeah. Sure. <laughs> we'll bring whatever you want. Sure. Yeah, the bar is nice and low. Nice and low. Well, well, you keep you have to keep you know keep a surprise. I don't know. Obviously, I you know. have to reveal things on the show as they come out. It's the they 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 want to be first to to present it. But, but hopefully, the things I reveal will not be my body parts. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Kate, who, who are you excited to appear on the on the show with? Because there's some cool people there. Yeah, no, yeah, I, well, I, it's, 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 it's a true adventure. I literally feel like we're, we just found out, like, I just found out who's, who's involved. So we're just, it's just like, I'm, I, it's, uh, it's, it's all new to me. So I'm just, uh, okay. I'm navigating the, like, literally right foot, left foot. Is it James Vanderbeek? Seems like he'd be pretty Dawson. cool. I love, yeah, yeah, uh, Christy yeah. Brinkley, yeah. you know? Totally. No, no, no. It's, it's, uh, like I said, it's, it's, uh, um, it's, I, I think James and I did an episode of Match Game together. And uh, we we did the soup a couple times together too. 
That's okay. cool. He's got a good sense of humor about about himself and about as I think it's like two times now he's played Jam, James Vanderbeek in a movie and in a series. Yeah. So uh, he he gets himself. Yeah, hilarious. <laughs> it's pretty wild. How much of this? How long will this go? I mean, if if you went the distance, oh, the, the last show is November twenty fifth, so it's Thanksgiving. So okay. Um, oh. Uh, so if I go this long, I'm going to have four turkey dinners. I, <laughs> I free- Honestly, we have to move heaven and earth to make sure you win this. Because yes. actually, John Schneider was saying in, in his iteration of Dancing with the Stars that when the, and I don't know who the winner was for his group, but when it was announced, everyone sort of looked at each other like, no, but it was the 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 viewers votes that propelled that person to first place nick i don't know if you can look it up who it was but yeah. but uh, if it can happen then it can happen with us well don't hold your breath is all i'm saying <laughs> just, you know, just, i'm just taking it one episode all right we, hey, you don't have to worry let us handle the uh, the fixing the numbers kate has has uh, yeah we'll work on that has uh, has any of your fellow office mates gotten in touch with you reached yeah, out yet Actually, Kinsey might be coming to the first show. We, we're, we're trying to oh, work cool. it out. Yeah, 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 which would be great. You know what's cool, though? It's like with, with, with the lampshades and, and all that yeah. sort of... That, yeah, this is sort of in your wheelhouse because a lot of it is that sort of, you know... That sort of... Been, it might have been 25 years ago. <laughs> Let's get real. I, mean, I am... I am uh, the joke is going lower and wider, if you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Kate, they've had, they've had people who are, who, are, who are deaf, people with peg legs. I think one can... Had a desk job for nine years. I'm mean, like seriously, like the spread happens even when you're acting. I'm such a method actress. I literally got like the spread from sitting in a desk. I swear to you, you guys. I'm, well, you know. I think you're going to do great. I think you're going to kill it. Well, you guys, I really appreciate your support and yeah. um, just uh, you know, um, pick up the. I, 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 they still vote on the phone. I mean, it's yeah, so yeah. old school. I, I kind of love. We're going to do it. We should start a hashtag. Vote yeah, for, yeah, vote for yeah. Flannery. Yes. <laughs> Hey, uh, Kate, I wanted to ask you a quick question because there was a woman who was uh, accidentally hit by a police car uh, earlier this summer, and it was very, very reminiscent of when Meredith got hit by the car. Uh, where... Did she do her own stunt like I did? Dude. What? What's happening? Oh, my I, God, that's horrible. I had, well, I mean, because it was, like, legit funny, but, like, she got hurt. But I was laughing, and I wanted to ask you if you could take me through how um, you guys shot that particular scene when Michael pulls into Dunder Mifflin and then hits you. Okay, initially, we shot it where literally it looked like he, um, Michael Scott went over a speed bump, and I was the speed bump. Oh. Oh. Um, <laughs> for some reason, it did not translate as well as they thought. So our editor, Dave, Dave Rogers, who went to Ithaca, he's like a really smart guy, he figured out this, like, crazy action action shot like a few weeks after we shot the episode so they were just putting it together at the last minute and so he's like would you be willing to just so one of the producers actually did the hit the glass and rolled (laughs) off like to show me how easy it was i was like you didn't have to like i would have done it so they had a giant pad on the on the ground next to the car and i remember it was right before the emmys and for whatever reason i was wearing like short sleeves and like this crazy overall skirt you know Uh meredith kindergarten outfits crazy right and so they just had me like kind of loosen up as much as i could and like just try to the hardest part was just figuring out how to start in the middle of the car and roll up to the glass and push off i love the look on your face though that you (laughs) that 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 was (laughs) that's a priceless it's a mixture of multiple emotions how many takes was it kate uh i'd say it was probably like like maybe 
seven just because it was harder to get the moment. It wasn't hitting the glass was fine. It was getting off. With, that was like trying to, you know, pushing off without looking like you're pushing off. And some of you ladies know what I'm talking about. <laughs> Were you on the car the whole time? Or did you jump up on the car at the last I minute? Started, I started on the car. Okay. okay. In the middle. So it was like a really quick edit if you see it. Yeah. It's great. It's great. So yeah, this, this yeah, will... it's movie magic for sure. For sure. And that guy ended up becoming the director. The, the editor ended up becoming a director because of that shot. Like he, he got so much street cred because of that. Because he kind of <laughs> like, that was the whole, I felt like that was the whole uh, episode. And for me, like literally, I got to be on the Tonight Show because of that shot. Because like, <laughs> literally, like they called me, like suddenly I was like, Jay, like, I think Joaquin Phoenix uh, canceled at the last minute, so suddenly they what? put me in. I'm like, <laughs> and they figure, well, we can't get Joaquin, it's, we have to go to number two, Kate Flannery. <laughs> there you go. Mm-hmm. And I prefer to be number two. Yeah. We all know number two stands for, right? <laughs> yes, we do. <laughs> hey, by the way, you were number one in something else. Uh, last time we spoke to you, you were headed to the uh, Night in Venice event in Ocean yes, City. Yes. And you won best lead boat. Yes, the boat was, was the boat was called Miss Heine. Miss Heine. I didn't even know that until afterwards. What's happening? I'm not German. Oh, the other Heine. Oh, I get it. Heine is in your butt. <laughs> that's it's right. Always a casual Friday reference coming up, whether I know it or not. Yeah, uh, that's great. That's nice. Well, that's wow, cool. Though, I had a great time. That was so surreal because I used to go to the night in Venice when I was a kid, and you know, you just hope that the, they throw you candy on the butt. I mean, it's nuts. Yeah, it's nuts. Well. Uh, today, are you? I assume you're doing a whole bunch of presses. Are you doing uh, GMA as well and all those other shows? I, we did GMA yesterday. Okay, all right. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. So yeah, so I'm, I'm, uh, I, I'm still a little hungover. We partied last night. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that GMA party, buzz lasts all day. <laughs> I'm a little worried that Kate's getting too big for us, guys. No, no, not. No, there be. are some people I would have suspect. Listen, uh, listen. If if I had, if any of us had any level of success, I would expect you to dump us. It would have to be. There's no, you know, we're dead weight, but I, I have no, a feeling. I saw John, I saw the John Travolta interview. You know, you guys, you're just, you're, you're only getting bigger. Come on. Let's oh, well, come on. That's Kate, amazing. That was amazing. Maybe, maybe they're going to invite you back to the Thanksgiving Day Parade here in Philadelphia. Ah. Maybe. Mm. <laughs> you just got to win that mirror ball trophy. Was, seriously, I loved, I have to tell you, when I was in that parade, I had just done the, the Macy's in uh, New York the year before. I come to Philly, there's literally... There, I, not once but twice I saw people with two ladders and a piece of wood, and they put the kids on the wood. I'm like, what's going on? Right <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that sounds about right. <laughs> I love it. No, I love the Philly crowd. So many people came up who were like, uh, who used to go to my dad's bar, my brother's bar, like you know, people I used to you know work with at restaurants and went to school with. I love it. No, I, 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 would, I would, I would, I would love to do the, the Philly parade again. Well, we will. We'll have you the next time. So you return in time because it'll wrap up in November. You'll, you'll have won Dancing with the Stars by that time, and we'll yep. have you back. Mm-hmm. And you'll, you'll be. But the... I might be in traction, you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we hope. We know you'll be busy because. They they shoot that in Los Angeles, right? They yeah. do. Yeah. So, but we like to be able to to talk to you at some point while the competition's going on. But it'll be awfully early in the morning. But who knows? You might be getting up at freaking four o'clock I, I in the might morning. Be. I'll have my people call your people. All right, <laughs> let's, let's do this. Let's, let's, and, and it begins. Let's leave it at that. <laughs> All right. Nice. You guys are the best, really. And seriously, I mean, you know, I you guys, I mean, I. Like I said, this is really like I'm 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 doing this because I I shouldn't be doing that. you know what I mean? It's like, yeah. Why not? Like, yeah, no, we like, right. support it, and it. we are not kidding. We are going to yep. mobilize everybody that we can, and we, we're going to be on this like white on rice. Absolutely. It's like, it's like my favorite Philadelphia accent sentence. My daughter goes to gymnastics class. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm going to gymnastics class, but it's 
front of the whole uh, country is going to be watching. My <laughs> daughter. Nasty. Oh, my God, Kate. You're the best. All right. Go get them. Congratulations. Good luck with everything, and we'll talk to you soon, okay? I'll load soon. Love you guys. All right. Kate Flannery. How crazy would that be if she wanted? I, I'm watching. I I love her mentality with that, and it is the you know what? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. You know, I I uh, she's, it's very cool. Marissa is is a genius with the you know obviously getting messages out social media wise. We have to mobilize every aspect of yep. the show and, uh, and and keep her going and Beasley Media Group and everything that we can do yeah. to get this happening because at least get her well into the show. Yeah, you know I'm I, but. She's got to be good. Like, she's got to, you know, even if, if if she's not a good dancer, if they, you know, if they yeah. try and put on a show, yeah. a presentation, they, they stay pretty far into the show. And yeah, I think she'll do. be good at that. She's the lovable on the, the office. She's one of the lovable characters that is, you know, her and, and uh, like Creed is another character who's just, the, the fans just love them. I think they, Kathy, they start off judging by your what you do with the ability that you have. You know what I mean? Right. right. And, they, and they give you a pass if you're not technically great, but you're really trying and, and they see improvement. So she could she could do it. We'll yeah. see. Yeah. Is there anything that you guys think that, because that, uh, I'm at that point where I'm, I'm starting to search around for, you know, I should try that. You know, that type of thing. I should, I've always wanted to do that and I think I should go ahead and just try well, it. You do thinking. try things though. You, uh, you're more, uh, I'm more... Um, I, I stick with things that I'm good at. Right. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, I'm less, I don't have, or I don't, if I can't get graded it quickly, yeah. I'm not going to do frustrated. it. You'll sample and, and, and I admire that about on, you. I'll work on something. Like you had the guitar for a while. Yeah. Uh, you had, um, your mime was big for you for a <laughs> no. while. No, but I'm like, uh, like scuba is something I'm going to yeah. get into. And, and, and my, my philosophy is, look, if you, if you work at something, you can improve at it. And so but uh, golf, to... golf was one I, I took on and I improved and got better. And I have a shoulder problem. So now I'm looking for something else to do. Well, but... you have to want to do it. That's what yeah. I've learned over the last few mm-hmm. years. It's like, if you don't want to go to the gym and get in better shape, you're not going to be very good at it you know but but my son takes piano lessons and he's really good at playing piano right. so is i he wanted better than you oh, he's much better than me because you're taking lessons as well but and kids I, can pick that stuff up so quickly i mean he's been playing longer uh you know over the last few years and i i took piano lessons when i was a kid uh, but i haven't since but to me it's something that i'm having fun with playing yeah. with him and it, it's more about doing something with my son and having a little bit of a skill for myself but i'm never going to be a concert pianist but i don't care you know the point is just to go out and do something that that you enjoy yeah i looked up like things like you know should i go take sailing lessons learn how to sail hmm. or I'm Ooh, sailing. I'm sailing. <laughs> it's exactly what I thought. <laughs> yeah, yeah but that... you hate the Jersey Shore. No, he I... doesn't hate the Jersey Shore. You don't Shore. love it down there. That's where he's going to go wreck diving. It doesn't right? mean I don't want to go sailing. Maybe you like it if you can take up sailing. No, I, here's I... the difference. Preston does, and you're like me. We're we're not lay on the beach for nine hour people. Right. Uh, that's that's not our thing. We're we're adventurers. That's yeah. what we are. Preston. Yeah. I'm I'm, that was I'm sailing. Yeah. Yeah, what about so you did you do you do the cooking you do the other stuff? Well, what, I did indoor skydiving what, for a while, and you were you got over hog wild. wild. Got pretty good at that. Are you, what, why did you stop? Uh, mainly because of my shoulder. Uh, I mean, that's uh, I, I just kind of the air was hurting his shoulder. I backed up. Well, listen, dude. You yeah, have to, I you know. Have yeah. I know, arm, man. So, yeah, uh, but. Um, yeah, so that was another thing that I that I did for a while, and I'm just always uh, I'm kind of. Could you combine like, a few? Practice? I looked at things like even I looked up the other day orienting, you know, 
which is uh, that's fun. Yeah, turning uh, things it. around. Orienteering or is that how you say it? Orienteering. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I love orienteering. Do you really? Yeah, I'm unfamiliar. Re- what is it? Oh, it's just you know working around with a compass, like you know you just a map and map and a compass. And oh, stuff okay. Like that. And trying like, to find your way specifically to certain locations just by using. Do you want to take a crack at it on the show? We'll abandon you someplace. <laughs> yes, please, <laughs> let's do that. I fell in love here? with that in the uh, in the boys. Drop scouts. me off in Camden somewhere <laughs> and let me find and my way out. Yeah. We had Preston's on the line. Preston. 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 <laughs> we had uh, we had done that in Boy Scouts. It was like all of us. It was a race to with this flag, and I just recall like leading everybody into into the right spots. Really? In me. fact, the very very last turn that we needed to make, it was like a big argument. Everybody's like, we should go this way. I go, no. I'm like, we have to go this way. And then, sure enough, like 25 yards down that little trail that we, you know was that white flag, and we okay. won. I love it. And we did it in college too. No kidding. Yeah, I had some pretty ridiculous classes in school. That was a class in college? Not orienteering, but no. it was part of a class It was called... right after jumping up and down until you pass out. <laughs> I, I literally had a class called, well, I called it reading out loud for four credits, but it was called <laughs> oral interpretation. Yeah. Um, but the orienteering class was this class called leadership and adventure activities. Okay. I renamed that one called Romper Room. Yeah. Um, like because that. it was basically, let's go play a game for, for an hour and a half. You guys ever, uh, you ever tried geocaching? Mm. Geocaching's fun. Yeah. Do you know what that is, Steve? I do, yeah. That, yeah. that I'm familiar with. Okay, yeah. And that, like, the, there are little activities like that, especially with apps uh, that you can just put on your phone and go out and try it for a little while. And if you enjoy it, great. And if not, are go you, on to the next one. Are you looking for more things, uh, what you would call hobby-based? Yeah. Or, okay. Yeah. So um, are you, are you enticed or by, I mean, scuba seems to have come yeah. back up. Yeah, I'm, I'm go, definitely uh, going to look winter more scuba into that. Day. Well, you can you can go a dry suit fairly. Uh, you can go fairly. It just depends on how yeah. much you can handle. But you can go fairly late into the season. But um, yeah, I'm trying to find stuff like that. You know, like Kate you know, said. You know, she's just kind of kind of going to go for it. You know, I'm, I'm getting into is a little bit of the uh, the, the like the, the the woodworking home home repair stuff, the tools, yeah. and starting to build that. You should up. take a carpentry class. Of man. course, I will. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> My my carpentry community class is YouTube. Or, uh, yeah, that's true. I, I, honestly, I find if I if I pull up a video on YouTube, and my, my brothers in law are all contractors. Yeah, most of them, and so uh, they all give me the you know they give me the um, the counseling. Community colleges have all kinds of stuff like that. Yeah. I mean, you can just go take a class. The problem is you have to actually get stand up and go over there, uh, and I don't yeah. like that. I had actually had an idea about doing uh, some somewhere like a, like a Penco Tech or something like that, offering up a little weekend like how, and uh, I, how to be a man course, you know? And uh, I know that... Uh, Look yeah. at these nipples, man. <laughs> um, this is one massive man. Maybe, you're, ta- you're talking about... Uh, Male skills, things that you should be able to do. Uh, you know, and how to th- pleasure a woman. This day, <laughs> no, this day and age, you can't call it that. But uh, you know, for lack of better terms, yes, it would be like learn how to change your oil, learn how to like do yeah. some woodworking. You know, just basic skills, not yeah. like. Uh, no, I know, I know exactly yeah. what you mean. In fact, there was a website that I that I had earmarked. It was several years ago, and it was along those lines. It was like. You as a guy, this is stuff you just, it's basic stuff that you ought to be able to do. It's not yeah. necessarily hard, but these are some skills that might help you in life. Mm-hmm. And women as well. I mean, there's skills that uh, that absolutely you should just, and it's things as basic, like you said, as changing oil, changing a tire, stuff like that. Do you, what about collecting things? Are you, is there anything that, does that float yeah, your boat anyway? Uh, not really. Okay. I can't think of any collecting thing that would really. 
get me going. Do you I, like? Well, you like just basic reading, right? Is you have more time to read? Is, I, or is that something that you're already something doing? Something more physical. All right, is, is what I want to do. Why reading on a treadmill. <laughs> yeah, that too. What about rock climbing? I thought the shoulder, shoulder thing. So now, yeah, and I'm yeah. starting to have physical problems. Hiking might be good for you. Yeah, and yeah. you're you're actually pretty close to some decent hiking trails. Like you can go up to the Poconos, the Poconos, um, <laughs> yeah. and and some decent trails around there. Like right. not just trail walking, but like how about like, raising alpacas? Ooh, <laughs> Dude, well, you could get chickens. What about oh my God? No. All right, what about gardening? Uh, chickens can't garden. I know they can't. <laughs> Uh, that's something we're, we're thinking about doing in the near future. Next yeah. season, uh, we're going to work on that. But you, I, I don't see me becoming a gardener. But you might. You never know. Like, if you start diving into it, there's, there, the zen of gardening is a real thing. And if you have an open mind to it, uh, you might find that you enjoy it. I do like mowing the lawn. Do I you? Do. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I like making the line straight. Yes. I, I do like that. Uh, but, um... Yeah, basic stuff like that can be a zen thing. Hiking for me is a big zen thing, as you know. I wonder know. if there are landscaping classes that you can Oh, there's take. classes for everything. I guess you're right. <laughs> you can't landscape without your classes. <laughs> Go to your classes. I mean, my friend was a horticulture major at Williamson. Well, you know uh, what they say, you can lead a horticulture, but you can't make her think. <laughs> you wonder how dumb I am? The Dorothy Parker line. Uh, my friend was a horticulture major at Williamson, and for when I first found out he was a horticulture major... I thought he said water culture. And so for literally three years, I thought he was a water culture major, and yeah. I didn't know what that was. You mean water culture? Well, I'm in, surprised you were that confused with it. all those and, super intense classes you were taking. In uh, Philadelphia, people say water, so I just I heard water heard culture. Water <laughs> culture. Okay. Uh, hang on. Let me go to Stephanie. Hi, Stephanie. Good morning. Good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, Stephanie? I just wanted to tell you one of the things, one of the places that you can try things out are the local adult evening schools. I've gone for the past few years. I've taken sign language, belly dancing, candy making, another t- Zydeco dance. Sign language Get is something I've always wanted to Me learn. Me too, Steve. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's, they're they're cheap. They're four or five, maybe six weeks. Um, and you get to try something. Do you have the t- the question is it's always time management with what with uh, what we do. Uh, also um uh proximity. You know, right. so you could take um landscaping classes at uh, Longwood Gardens, but that's not close to where you are, you know. Right. So it right. needs to be some places nearby. Stephanie, what type of schools are these you're talking about? They're called adult evening schools. I happen to live in Happer Horsham School District, so they have an adult evening school. Um the Warminster Township has one, so all the townships around me have oh. one. Yeah, North Penn has one too. Do they take attendance? They do. Yeah. You pay for it. Yeah. You better yeah. show yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah. All right. I'm writing that down. I'm going to look into that stuff. Yeah. I'm just always looking for something something different to What about something to. like more art? But like, um, you know, would you be into like, 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 like extensive role playing games like Ooh. the Dungeons and Dragons, like mm. the, um, you know, like those. I like doing escape rooms and stuff like that. So. Oh, How about okay. that? Yeah. What I mean, that's already kind of a family hobby that we do. What about theater? I don't think I'd be any good at that. Are you sure? Yeah. You wouldn't want to play Annie? Uh, I just don't, I don't feel comfortable doing that. Yeah. It's remembering the line, Steve. You and I are the worst. It's horrible. The it's worst. Speaking extemporaneously for hours is not a problem. Yep. Uh, the, the lines. Uh, but, you know, you, you do draw comfort from, you can't do it on stage. Like in movies, they have the ability to sort of yep. veer on and off, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, people tend to notice when you're. When you're uh, when you're playing Helen Keller and the Miracle Worker and you're talking, 
Plymouth White Marsh has adult evening school. Preston, do you want to take arts and crafts with me? Arts and crafts. Oh, boy. Right near my house. Activities. What about uh, photography? Uh, Possibly. That's a a good one, too. Rochelle is thinking about taking some photography classes. What about calligraphy? I'm like, go ahead. No, I'm not a calligraphy guy. But I always want to But I love these suggestions. You guys are really good at that. I started learning some card tricks last night. I went to YouTube, and I learned a couple of card tricks. So so that's your card right there. Yeah, I saw you were holding two of them. Yeah, exactly. So I haven't gotten good at it yet. (laughs) Preston, how about autoerotica? Autoerotic asphyxiation. Ooh. (laughs) Yeah. That's uh, a group In a group setting? In a group, yeah. All right, class. Yeah. How about trying all new bourbons? Uh, you know, I've Kathy's actually, hobby is becoming a raging yeah. alcoholic. I'm, I'm glad you brought that up. I've actually kind of backed off a of bourbon lately. Oh, get what? back into it. Say it ain't so. Why? I've been more sampling tequila lately. Oh, so. no, I haven't given up. We could do this together. Yeah, or you've been, you've been into tequila yes, lately. Kathy's yes. the Indiana Jones of booze. Okay, all right. We can try a new tequila every night. Every every night. <laughs> it's a hobby. I'll come over. It's for hobbies. Yeah. All right, interesting. We're broadening our well, listen, Kate, Kate just, How many shots in a gallon, Kate? <laughs> Kate just kind of got the wheels turning with yeah. me a little bit because she is going for it. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, she gets this offer to be on uh, Dancing with the Stars, and she's like, you know what? It's it's another one of those, let me see if I can do that type of things. I think that's healthy for people. Uh, no, it absolutely is. Uh, to to say, Other people. Let me see if I can do it. Right. Pottery. Boring. How about smoking pottery? <laughs> smoking pottery? Yeah. Oh, smoking pot. I see what you're saying. (laughs) We're going to take a break. Uh, We're going to come back in a moment, though, with some very interesting information concerning Lorenzo and Sons Pizza. uh, Epic, I would say. Yeah, today's a pretty special day, and our buddy Giuseppe, who owns Lorenzo's, is stopping in to give us the details. And Tony uh, will be here, too, along with Giuseppe. We're going to take a break, get to that in a moment. Uh, Comedian Ian Edwards will be here as well. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay with us. What's new? Glad you asked. Dirty honey. You know the time is gone. So don't let me win. Shine down. My monsters are real. And that's reality. Ghost. New music. More of everything that rocks. On 93.3 WMMR. All right, man, do I have some stories for you. Let's get to those right now. WMMR presents Kristen and Steve's Bizarre Final. This morning is brought to you by French Creek Outfitters in Phoenixville with everything you need for the great outdoors and beyond. All the big name brands, they have them. Visit FrenchCreekOutfitters.com for additional information. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? We'll start with this. An 88-year-old Connecticut man was arrested Monday after allegedly showing up at his nephew's place of employment with a gun, telling employees that he planned on he planned on shooting him. So Daniel Cashman was arrested by police and charged with first-degree threatening and breach of peace. So this guy's 88 years old. 88. Police say that Cashman arrived at Stony Brook Construction asking if he could see his nephew. Employees told police that Cashman flashed what appeared to be a police badge and came strapped with a handgun visibly holstered at his hip. I'm a police officer. Cashman, who began tapping the gun on his hip, then proceeded to say that because his nephew had recently stolen some of his personal belongings and damaged his cuckoo clock. (laughs) He damaged 
a man's cuckoo clock. That Cashman planned on shooting him. You understand I'm going to have to murder him for that. Police said... The cuckoo only comes out halfway. Cashman only explained to the employees... Only one coup. He also explained to the employees that uh, he was only planning on shooting his nephew in the leg and did not plan on killing him. That's the way the police do it. Uh, Cashman was told that his uh, nephew was not in the building at the time, at which point uh, police said that he thanked the employees for their time and promised that he would return the next day. So no one bought his uh, his premise that he was a police officer? No. Okay. Uh, he, Everything seemed to line up. Employees also confirmed police that Cashman never unholstered his gun and appeared to be confused and nonsensical throughout the encounter. <laughs> uh, they arrested him at his home, at which he uh, voluntarily surrendered his uh, Connecticut pistol permit. Yes, I'm here to see my nephew today. I'm going to shoot him for breaking my cuckoo clock. <laughs> uh, the firearm was uh, seized later that day when detectives executed a search warrant seizure, uh, and he was released on 5000 was there, in fact, a cuckoo clock at the house when they got there? They never verified that, okay. but that's just what he said. Police say a man flashed a housekeeper at an Atlanta hotel and then died trying to escape security by leaping Whoa. between balconies. Wow. Yeah, the man died at the Hyatt Regency Atlanta Hotel early Monday. The housekeeper reported the man to security, and as he fled... He attempted to jump from a balcony at least 10 stories high to one nearby. He probably paced it all out okay. I flash, I run, it's about 20 steps, build up some momentum, I should be good. Uh, the man missed the balcony and fell to his death. And uh, <laughs> believed to be accidental, authorities didn't immediately release the man's identity and the investigation is ongoing. <laughs> was he in an alleyway with a boner or was he? A... <laughs> no, but we do have a boner in this next uh, right. story. And uh, I got sent this a number of times, so here you go, folks. A Florida man, and this is truly a Florida man story, has been arrested for allegedly performing a botched castration surgery on another man that he had met online through a fetish website for Unix. Oh, my God. So Gary Van Ryswick, who is 74 years old, has been charged with the second-degree felony of practicing medicine without a license resulting in bodily injury. Oh, you need a license to perform a castration? <laughs> yeah, sheriff's deputies arrived at Van Rieswick's uh, house in Central Florida just after midnight on uh, Sunday while responding to a 911 hang-up call. See, that's a honey of a cuckoo clock. Van Rieswick uh, told the deputies that he had just removed the testicles of a man that he had met on a website for those that have a fetish for castration. So they, they have a fetish for castration, but they don't they don't seek out actual medical. No, because doctors won't do that. Um, it's not, you know, elective surgery. Like um, rhinoplasty. So you got to go somewhere else. Yeah. yeah. So in his bedroom, in his guest bedroom, deputies found the 53-year-old man holding a bloody towel on his groin. His testicles were in a jar by the side of the bed. Oh, man. Another section of the house was set up as a makeshift surgical room, complete with medical equipment and a camera to record the procedure. The victim was flown to a Tampa hospital for life-saving measures and is currently in stable condition. Preston, you were looking for a hobby. <laughs> and this you can do at home. I don't, I don't I mean, know. Well, I mean, uh, it, it clearly... It's not on me. No, you're not, you're not cutting off your own balls. It's An the- officer for the sheriff's <laughs> office said that he believed the man's testicles were taken to the hospital with him, but he was not aware if they had been reattached. He said, I don't even know if he would even want that. 
No, I don't think I would want that. Investigators say Van Rieswick had told them that he and the man had met one week earlier and tried to perform the procedure, but that the man had become aroused and had finished while Van Rieswick tried to sanitize his penis, meaning the surgery had to be delayed. Here you have a guy who's trying to help cut your nuts off, and you insult him. You have the audacity. By... Completing yeah. on his medical equipment, which is basically just a melon baller. Is there no respect any longer? I don't understand. Van That's Re- not what he didn't take the Hippocratic Oath for. Van Rieswick was said to have told the man he'd perform castrations on bulls and other animals while living on a farm in his youth. Well, you got to practice. And he was also said to have removed one of his own testicles in 2012. Oh, my God. Using painkillers that he'd purchased online from England as well as forceps and scalpels he acquired. Van Rieswick said he began the procedure on Sunday around 10 p.m. local time, but the victim's uncontrollable bleeding made it difficult for him to use clear suture material or stitches to try to close the wound. Does it say how he acquired his basic knowledge of castration skills? He used to do it at the farm, remember? So he, but he's going to port it from an animal? Okay, yeah, well, I that's guess it. it's fairly similar. That's it. Van I Rieswick. mean, uh, humans are a little bit different, my my uncle tells me. Van Rieswick allegedly confessed to performing a similar operation with a similarly disastrous result several years ago in a motel, wow. but he could not recall the man's name. Van Rieswick was arrested Monday and is now being held in jail on $250,000 bond. Florida man. Wow. Absolutely. Florida man. Florida man. So this is a... A fetish thing, huh? Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah, it's wild. There's wow. there's amputee fetishes and stuff yes. like that, so it does not surprise me at all. The, the, but they tell you, cut your nuts off before you amputate yourself. Yeah, probably. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, and there you go. We're, I can't get any better than that. No, that's a whole I have other great stories, but uh, I'll save them. What better setup? Later on with the Bizarre <laughs> File, yeah. Um, so we would like to welcome to the studio a couple of friends uh, and exciting information that's going on. Now, we had mentioned a while back that Lorenzo's was going to be opening at Xfinity Live. Well, that day is today. Yeah! And there's something special is happening. We want to welcome our good friend uh, Giuseppe here hey! from Lorenzo and Sons. Hey, guys. How you doing? Joe, good to see you, bud. You as well. And we also have Tony Monaco, hey! the Chief Operating Officer of uh, Xfinity Live. What's up, Tony? Hey, guys. Nice so- to see you, sir. Uh, you too. Sorry to bother you at work. No, hey. it's... No trouble at all. So today's the day that this happens, Joe. This is uh, this is when Lorenzo's opens up. Yeah, the unveiling's today. Nice. I, rem- I remember you telling me about this a while back that you had want yeah. wanted this to happen. Yeah, and- We're in, it's been in the works for a little over a year. Yeah, about a year and a half ago, we got together and uh, it took a little while. When we, uh, uh, I think September of last year is when we agreed upon to do this, and it's it's taken a while to get here, but we're uh, we're really excited. So when does it officially kick off today? Today at ten o'clock. Yeah, 10, ten o'clock. Ten o'clock. All right. So and it's 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 uh, sl- just slices. Yeah yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So here's here's slices. the deal. There's a, there's a special that's going to happen. I'm going to tell you about that in a moment. But we're looking <laughs> at the picture of this. <laughs> yeah. Of Lorenzo and Sons Pizza at Xfinity Live, and it says huge at the top. It says <laughs> menu. Giant slice of pizza, and that's it. That's, that's it. it. That's the only thing. That's awesome. I love that. Was your idea, Joe? No, I have to give it to Xfinity Live. Dude, yeah, we, yeah we came up with that. That yeah. is awesome. That's the only item on the menu, and it's written in huge letters: giant slice of pizza. So, one of our interns was sitting out there. I, I had never had Lorenzo's, 
Oh my God! I like, <laughs> you've never you you don't know. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, one slice is good for a, a couple of people. Yeah. yeah. Obviously, you guys have had to um, manufacture or find a place to f- fit an entire pizza for pizza boxes. Um, what you have not done yet is you need to find plates that fit the pizza as well. He's been working that. Because yeah. I, uh, a season ticket holder at the Sixers in Lorenzo's is right outside my section. And that was my go-to. You'd go there, grab a water and, and a slice of pizza. Right. And you have to, like, kind of eat right away so it fits on the plate. Explain so your... I've been working on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. So right. it's been in the works for, like, two years. It's It actually <laughs> is the size of the, the pizza itself. Okay. So it's... About 12 inches by 14 inches long, and on the side it says Lorenzo and Sons Pizza, so it's like a tray. Oh, that's great. It's actually the size of a triangle. Okay, because at the at the South Street shop, it's just you get two paper plates. Correct. And yeah. you need two paper plates yeah. to put them. Yeah. To, and to we actually have that tray at Xfinity Live. Now. Okay. So the, the, the we'll be using that vessel to carry those pizzas. All right, so here's the big deal. This is a, besides the fact that this is opening, today is a very, very special deal, and there's uh, obviously the, the, the birds are playing tonight. Uh, but you guys are opening uh, in just a couple hours at 10 a.m., right? Yes. Yep. And what starts then? What's the special deal today? Well, we're also, uh, at Xfinity Live, we're also opening today the Blue Moon Bar. Right. So if you guys have been to the VIP area before behind the DJ booth. Yeah, yeah. What we've done is recessed that area back, uh, made it more open. There used to be two openings. Now there's six. It's wide open. Wow. Has a nice, uh, good feel to it, and it's it's called the Blue Moon Bar, so it's more welcoming, not as... Before it was very, uh, it looks like an area, yeah, for like for like pr- private parties and things like yep. that. We're looking and now at it's and welcoming now, everybody. Oh, yep. it looks sensational. So uh, there, we're going to have all the uh, all the liquor and, and beer that we normally carry, but on draft, it's all going to be Blue Moon products. Okay, um, we've had a great relationship with the uh, Miller Coors and Blue Moon throughout the years, and. We came up with this idea around the same time that we were talking about doing Lorenzo and Sons. Okay. Now, one cool thing about the the beer, the draft beer, uh, three of the beers, uh, Blue Moon Belgian White, uh, Blue Moon Mango, and Blue Moon Harvest Pumpkin are the type uh, are beers that you can you can get now. They're seasonal. But we're going to be ca- carrying a Rhino series, which is exclusive. Nick, you might be interested in this. It's uh, from Denver, Colorado. Um, it's the first time that it will be available in Pennsylvania, and it will be exclusively available at Xfinity Live. And it will be rotating beers, and the ones that we're going to be starting with today is a Blood Orange uh, Pale Ale. Uh, t- uh, I think it's called Tangarella um, uh, IPA, and that's like a mixture between a tangerine and grapefruit. And uh, Lemon Drop Pills, all Blue Moon flavors. Mm. So. Interesting. We have some out there for you uh, later, if you like. <laughs> all right. So, uh, but today, um, there's a special if you're yes. one of the first 100 people. This is a big deal. Correct. That's the money show. So, yeah. that, Tony? Yep. so at 10 o'clock today, we're, we'll be open. The first 100 people will be able to get a free slice of Lorenzo and Sons pizza. And a free blue moon at the bar. Dude, first 100 people. Nice. The yep. first 100 people starting at 10 a.m., free slice of pizza and a free beer. You have to be at least 21, obviously, uh, to, to yep. get that. But that's, dude, that's freaking awesome. You're going to be mobbed. Can I call an audible here? Yeah. <laughs> Preston will also do a complimentary castration on you. Oh, I will <laughs> if you want to yeah, yeah. volunteer. First 100 only. Uh, only first if you time. take that night class for it. I'll, <laughs> All right. I'll consider All right. it. Fair enough. So, wow, that's huge. So, 10 a.m. today, free pizza and beer. At Xfinity Live and Lorenzo and Sons and Blue Moon, it's it's all the uh, uh, the new revamped part of uh, Xfinity. You know Live. what you're going to get, Preston? You're going to get a lot of people who are just going down. Uh, obviously, they're, they're going to get obviously buy some food and beer and the whole thing, but just taking a picture of the menu because it is hilarious seeing yeah. it now. 
<laughs> the, the, the menu, just one item, and it's hilarious. And, uh, Joe, while you're here, just wanted to thank you publicly for helping out our, our friends with the Dinosaur Pileup the other night. They oh, were here. Man, that they was were, awesome. They were mentioning you guys. <laughs> they had the show at the Fillmore, and, and you and I were texting and made sure that those guys got the pizza that they wanted, which is uh, we love repping uh, Philly, and, and so thanks for doing that. Man. So yeah, anytime, they, anytime. They're huge fans. Dorothy. Uh, yes. Yeah, so yep. more and more rock stars are getting turned on to the Lorenzo's uh, phenomenon. Yeah, yeah, appreciate it. So this is the newest. You guys you guys have all your locations in the Wells Fargo Center. you got the uh, obviously the South Street original location. You have the location in Westchester. And then this is the newest spot, right? Correct. Okay. Wow. They continue uh, continue to expand and uh, making people Slow happy. Slow and steady. Making people happy, growing the right way. I love it. And a lot of revamping going on in that whole area over at Xfinity Live, Tony. Yeah. So, so um, I know we've talked about uh, we're going to be uh, doing Comcast Spectacore and Cordish, who are the partnership with Xfinity Live, are building a uh, e-gaming arena for Diffusion in yeah. our valet parking lot where yeah. we've had camp out for hunger. Right. Um, and that's going to start sometime by the end of the year and okay. uh, should be open by uh, 2021. 2021 is like a $50 million facility that's going to be able to have all sorts of stuff going on there. Yeah, it's pretty exciting that we're uh, building an uh, office building called Patterson Place. Uh, that came out and uh, there's some other things that are coming up. We're talking about a hotel right next to us, too. So we've got wow. a lot of things that are uh it's almost like what the, what the original plans were. Are you sort of fleshing that out in, in a different way? The camp out, by the way, is still going to be down. At yeah, the we're figuring out the details yeah, yeah, yeah. of that uh, and where our location yeah. will be. But we'll have that down the road a little ways. But uh, yeah, it, it's going to be there no matter what, on one side of the parking lot or another. But yeah. it'll, it'll still be well, there. This year, Preston, so. oh, we're there now, dude. Lorenzo. Lorenzo's yeah. going to be there. I'm so excited. That's great. Cool. Awesome. Joe, anything else you want to hit or just uh, come down and get something yeah, to eat? You can catch us today. Uh, Tony, be there, and I'll be there myself with the pizza. Get right. there early. First awesome. 100 people. Yeah, you get a free pizza, free slice of, Lor- of Lorenzo's, and uh, that'll that's a meal. It's a yeah. full meal. Yeah. And uh, and a uh, a blue moon, which is cool. So awesome. Well, good luck, guys. Thank you. Thank you. Your work cut out, cut out for you, but uh, we appreciate you stopping by. Tony right. and Thanks, Giuseppe. Thanks, guys. Thank you. Lorenzo and Sons up and running 100 slices. That's nuts, man. We're going to take a break and we'll be uh, returning in a moment. You know what I do have? I have Xfinity Live gift cards to give away. I'll uh, spread them out. Yeah, exactly. I have a $25 Xfinity Live gift card. I'll take call number 25 and set you up at 215-263-WMMR. Give us a call right now. We'll be back in just a moment. Stream WMMR anywhere you have an internet connection. Check out the mobile app or go to WMMR.com. You'll figure it out from there. Diamond jewelry doesn't have to be expensive. Have fun buying jewelry for someone you love and don't hate the price you pay. Feel the difference online at IHateStevenSinger.com with free shipping. Buy real diamonds from a real jeweler. Steven Singer Jewelers. That's IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Oh, yeah. Thank you very much, Kath. And uh, real quick, I want to thank uh, the uh, the higher-ups in the Beasley uh, company, our uh, parent company here, WMMR. They had a big award ceremony. There were a lot of the uh, executives are in town from around the country, from our various radio stations around the nation. And uh, the Beasley family was in town. Steve and I hosted this award ceremony last night. It was night. great to hang with them. Yeah, there yeah, was had... uh, the a, a lot of the Beasleys we had not met. And the, the patriarch, uh, George, it was cool yeah. to meet him. And Caroline was there. And Bruce and Brian. and uh, But it was just a really a really cool night. And, and uh, Preston, both you and I were wearing suits. And the, the st- if we had a walked in dressed as... Uh, 
you know, the, the from the B-52s, K. Pearson. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't uh, see more heads. People never see us like that. Yeah. yeah, yeah so they, were, like, oh, what? they were intrigued yeah. by us in suits, but uh, we had a good time last It was night, really so, good, yeah. Uh, thanks to Beasley for putting that on. Uh, real quick, can I mention, uh, can I do a couple of butt plug charity uh, thingies? Yes. Oh, yeah. All right, I, got, I received some from, uh, they're both actually in my, oh, wow, I haven't heard this song <laughs> in ages. Butt plug, yeah. butt plug. Butt plug, butt plug. For the Beasley Zip. Here's some butt plugs loaded up with details. This is what you bought. Charities can email us and we'll do what we can with a butt plug, butt plug, butt plug, butt plug. Yay! Okay, so charity plug, and uh, I got this email. So these are both actually in, in the area where I reside, out my way. This is in Skipack, I believe, so... Uh, this is a an event on um, Sunday, three to seven p.m. at the Hotel Fisol. Really cool place in Skipback Village. Uh, silent auctions, raffles, and things like that. This is kid Billy uh, Shirk is a one year old boy with a rare genetic condition called spinal muscular atrophy, and it is a degenerative disease that takes away the ability to walk, sit, eat, or even breathe. He requires multiple treatments per week and special equipment to function daily. So, if you are going to be in the area of Skipac on Sunday, stop by the Hotel Fisol, and uh, that is from uh, 3 to 7 p.m. He's uh, one? What's that? How old is he? He's, he's, a, he's a baby. He's one-year-old. Uh, breakthroughs for Billy fighting against SMA. So, thank you to Kelly Johnston uh, for getting me the information. So, that's on Sunday. And then there's another one. That the uh, Harleysville Fire Company wanted me to uh, mention their open house, which is coming up. It's not till October 5th, but I'll give it a plug now from 1 to 4 p.m. National Fire Prevention Week. In fact, most of your communities will be doing events like yeah, this. Yeah, they're uh, usually they, good. But they have a free event. Uh, everybody's welcome. Refreshments, music, kids' activities. They do fire extinguisher, fire truck rides, the smoke maze, which is really cool. Face painting? They do. They probably do uh, face painting. But, yeah, it says face painting and more. <laughs> Uh, the moon bounce, but the smoke maze is my favorite. They they take uh, a couple of rooms and they turn all the lights off and then they they turn on like a rig- a theatrical smoke machine. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have to find your way through the room. Wow, you get an idea of what it's like when yeah. there's a fire and how oh. it's not like the movies and you can't see a damn thing when you go into. Mm. Uh, a building that's on fire. Uh, so anyhow, that's coming up uh, October 5th uh, from 1 to 4 at the Harleysville Fire Company. Hi- Harleysville Community Fire Company, I should say. So I wanted to mention that. Nice. Uh, may I do a shout out? Yeah. Okay, this is, um, oh my God, I'm hitting it today. Uh, the, it's a birthday on August, August 22nd. This is from Kate Gerard. Uh, says, hey, I'd like a birthday shout out my husband and soon to be new dad, Mike Gerard. Uh, or Garrett, I'm not sure how you say the last name, G-I-R-O-D. Mike's been a loyal listener and podcaster for about 17 years. Wow. Yeah, as we've uh, moved around the country, he has brought me a piece of Philly with him to Chicago and Seattle and everywhere that we have road tripped in between. After telling him uh, the show was idiotic for years, (laughs) he finally got me hooked on with an interview. uh, It was Harper Lee's sister, (laughs) and we have shared so many laughs over the show since. Uh, and equally juicy shout out uh, to everyone on the PNS team as well. And she says, "We love you," in love Steve's you. bachelor voice. So a shout, please. 
And that's a uh, happy birthday to Mike, who actually has his birthday today, which is a bonus that it actually fell on the day. Yes, Nick. Is it all right if I do uh, some as well, Preston? I've uh, been sitting on these shards for quite some time, uh, so I'll just do them rapid fire. I met you with the General Davis. Please request a shard out for my friend Matt Colleen. That was from Rich. Uh, the Generation 3 Electric and HVAC, Dan Giuliani, General Davis, Land Shank. I guess, or Land Shark. Land Shank. I don't know. <laughs> so it's, it's a, a beer made by prisoners. <laughs> and then uh, Mary Ellen Gilroy and Gene Cave, they all came out to my appearance at the, the General a few weeks back, so those are for those guys. Thank you. Uh, all right, cool. I have a shard as well. Uh, so I play this person, and where's her friends? Their uh, username is Goofy Bananas. Um, so uh, this says, my wife j- just gave birth to our second daughter, Elodie Lambert. And we chose not to know the gender ahead of time. What a champ. Uh, the whole labor lasted only three hours. Um, so uh, I'm trying to read this quickly, not live on the air here. Um, so she wrote in for, for him uh, for their five-year anniversary, so five year anniversary. So he wants to do the same for her. So congratulations uh, to uh, his wife, Alexandra, on the birth of their child. There you go. All right. Knocked up a whole bunch of shards and butt plugs. Uh, fair enough. So thank you, guys. I appreciate that. I saw an interesting article uh, the other day, and this was from uh, listverse.com. I like lists. And, yeah, and this is a this is a weird one. So it is, it, and I looked at the headline, and I'm like, is this going to be worth it or not? It's it's actually interesting. Ten explanations of the shapes used for everyday things. Why things are shaped yes. the way that they are. And the one that got me is is this. Why a, an American football is a prolate spheroid. Oh, all right. Why is an American football a prolate spheroid? The reason that it is is because it is the shape of a pig's bladder. Yes, actually, I did know that. Yeah, Yeah. the pigskin. The first American footballs were made of inflated pig bladders. Hmm. And that's why they kept them that shape. Later, people started covering the bladder with stitched leather pieces. Uh, The balls still have those stitches, although they are only added to improve handling during play nowadays. The shape of the ball did not change when the pig bladders were replaced with rubber in the late 1800s because the footballs were easier to throw that way. However, the change came at a cost. The balls are hard to pick up when they fall, and it it is also difficult to determine where they will land after a bounce, making it a nightmare for players and game developers. To me, those balls are perfect. <laughs> uh, game developers often encounter difficulties when determining how to program the movements of the ball, while a regular soccer ball will go in one direction when it bounces, an American football can go into 30 different directions. Interestingly... Early soccer balls were made of pig bladders but became rounder after the invention of rubber because they were easier to kick that way. Do you know the original baseballs were living guinea pigs? No, I had no idea that they started by throwing living (laughs) guinea pigs and hitting them with a piece of wood. Yeah, and then obviously you know what happens. They're going through guinea pigs like crazy through a game. Just exploding on contact and... I mean, how do you even throw them out? Right, exactly, exactly. There's a host of issues. Yeah, uh, uh, but this does make sense because that's I, I, you, you had actually reported on the derivation of the term pigskin. Yeah, and that uh, there you go. Interesting. Uh, it's just amazing to me how that thing travels in the air the way it does. It's well, perfect. So, who, 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 who's thrown the best spiral you've ever seen in football? Uh, Drew Brees throws a great spiral. Um, people who do it and do it just effortlessly. Yeah. 
it, it's just amazing. You know, it's fun because Peyton Manning is is one of the greatest quarterbacks to ever play the game, and he didn't throw a good spiral. Yeah, yeah, he often threw you know like little mini not. Like total ducks. Um, Carson Wentz has a similar, I think, style, style to him, but wobbles I, a little yeah, bit. Just a little bit of a wobble. Okay. All right. How about why airplane windows are rounded or oval? They are sort of oval, right? Because there's a, there's a little bit of an. Well, the edges aren't square. They're, right. They're definitely right. not rectangular. Right. So the right. reason because that. Square windows become stressed when the cabin is pressurized. The continuous pressurization and depressurization of the airplane can cause the window to explode (laughs) mid-flight. That's that's, not good. That's bad. Crashing the airplane. In fact, the... The first commercial jetliner was the British de Havilland Comet, and it launched in the 1950s with square windows. However... That turned fatal after two of their airplanes broke apart midair. Hey, Trevor, I have a suggestion concerning the windows. In 1953, killing 56 people in all. And they blame the windows, the they, window design. They blame the windows. So the windows are clearly made out of a different... They're, they're, they're not straight-up glass on a plane. They're made out of some sort of super... Yeah, I, some, I'm assuming some, a space-age polymer. Some right? type of plexiglass, yeah, I would yeah. imagine. So experts determined that the constant pressurization and depressurization of the airplane caused the four corners of the square windows to weaken huh. with every flight. This culminated in the windows breaking, causing the airplane to explode and break apart midair. So it was the corners. And the stress, huh. the, 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 the oval shape diffuses the pressure. Correct. Exactly. Yep. Mm. Yep. That Southwest Airlines flight where the window blew out, did that just blow out or was it, did something hit it? That's a good question. I can't remember. Is that where the female pilot yeah. landed the... Uh, yeah. yeah landed. And the, unfortunately, the woman died. She yeah. got kind of like partially sucked out of the plane <sighs> and passed away. Yeah. That's a good question, Kathy. I don't remember hearing exactly what the test res- or what the results were. Do they still post. warn you not to roll the windows down during flight? You only, can't. Yeah, only when you're above 30,000 feet. <laughs> Uh, square windows were quickly replaced with curved windows, which distributed the pressure over the surface of the window. And uh, so no more problems. You guys remember that story you had, Preston, with the, um, they were going to have video panels all around? Uh, yeah, I hope they I do that. That was a cool idea. Yeah, I do too. So basically. To make it seem transparent. Yeah, yeah, you're like Wonder Woman sitting in an invisible plane. Right. Yeah. And then, in fact, they encourage the entire crew to dress up as Wonder Woman. <laughs> well, that'd be, I mean, for some, some people on the plane, that'd be cool. I don't know why. I don't know why I'm dressed like this, but they requested I dress this way, so. All right, how about this? Uh, why are why cartoon villains are triangular? Oh. Okay, so. This I haven't vi- noticed as much. Villains in cartoons, live action, and animated movies uh, look similar. They, they often have horns, pointed ears, protruding chins, sharp eyes, pointed wings, V-shaped eyebrows, and devilish goatees. Mm. This is not a coincidence. It is because the facial and body shapes of villains are often drawn or designed to resemble triangles with pointed tips. Like the Joker might be a good example. Well, yeah, yeah. A picture of it now. Filmmakers and animators use triangles for villains because our faces look triangular when we're angry. People also notice triangular and angry faces faster because they appear threatening. So for movie directors, threatening and angry means evil. This is something backed by science. In Arch one, angles. In one study, a volunteers noticed the mad expressions first when shown the faces of smiling, angry, and neutral people. And they also noticed the downward-facing triangles first when shown pictures of four triangles pointing up, down, left, and right. So this is a, a, not a hard and fast rule, but quite often it's, you take somebody like, like Kingpin, 
who's very roundish and just large and hulking. That's you know, but but for the most part, I can see where they're going with this. Yeah, it says that a, a lot of villains yeah. will, will be this way, um, but not every mm. single one of them, I guess. So, anyhow. like Bernie Madoff. Yeah, yeah. look yeah. at that triangular shaped face <laughs> on that guy. How did those people not know? <laughs> yeah, with their triangle face. Gave them all their money. I don't trust this triangle face prick. All right, uh, why stop signs are octagonal? Yeah, there's a good question. Why are they octagonal? They are because, uh, let's say, they're the only road signs that are octagonal, and they are like that because the government wants them to be easily distinguished from other road signs, even when viewed from the back. Okay. Which oh. makes total sense. Right. And I didn't yeah. even realize that until I was teaching my sons to drive. So sometimes you come to a two-way stop, mm-hmm. and you know you're not really sure who all has stop signs or not. Yes, even even at some four-way stops, you're not really sure is this two-way or four-way. And I, you know, I go, "We look, they have a stop sign over there," and I didn't realize it. You have to look a little closer because you don't see the red and you don't see the word stop, but you do see that octagonal mm-hmm. shape, yeah. and that that's how you know that they have to stop as well. It it is especially in there certain parts of the city where the on some intersections where you're you're going across and you there's no way to determine yeah um, it's or it's hard to determine if it's a four way stop. I think yeah. I told you guys this before, but uh, Angelo Kwan, who is the number one guy in our class, number one academic uh, achiever at uh, class of '93 at Bucknell, we told I mean at Conestoga, we told him that the uh, stop signs with the uh, white outline are optional, <laughs> and when taking his driving test, he <laughs> believed us and <laughs> rolled right through the stop sign. <laughs> That was the, wow. uh, the the old line. Uh, He's clearly book smart. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, the first stop sign appeared in 1915. At the time, they were square with a white background. Stop was written in a black font. The sign worked at first until more cars started to appear on the roads in the 1920s. Yeah. And then they decided that uh, the, the American Association of State Highway officials came up with a new eight-sided stop sign. I propose an eight-sided stop sign. That drivers could easily recognize, even, <laughs> if, even if they did not understand or could not see whatever was written on it. So, you know, it's interesting. We had uh, our Swedish friends in to stay with us a little while back, and, and I was driving them around, and I came to a uh, stoplight and, you know, made a right on red. And I thought, I, I'm like, do you guys get, do you have a right on red in, in Sweden? Do they? Like, no. Really? I was like, really? I'm like, dude, it keeps things moving. <laughs> it yeah. sure does. Uh, they got weird-ass stop signs over there, too. I just looked it up. Yeah. It's so little, it's if you If you go to another country, one of the really interesting things is checking out their stop signs because half of the stuff, you have no idea what it means. And uh, and I remember asking several questions about road signs. <laughs> well, the National Lampoon did a great, great, a great thing. International signs and what they mean. And person, there's there's a silhouette of a, of a of a bear with a with a cello. Yeah, and it, and it, it explains what it means. Bears playing cellos next five kilometers. <laughs> <laughs> I get so nervous driving in another country, specifically yeah. for this reason. And then, you know, obviously driving on the other side of the road or, you know, things like that. I won't but do that. I would never. You wouldn't do. I would never try other side of the road. I we were in Ireland. Do you remember? We yeah. refused to do it. Yeah. I, I just know. Just be, I, whether it's Force muscle memory or whatever, I know I would have thought. But it happened to Matthew Broderick, yeah, and he he ended up killing someone. Yeah, mm. I wanted to drive when when we were going to England. I'm, I'm like, I I, I want to do this, you know. And then we got in the cab or whatever it was, and nah. and I, it just it was so weird to me the way they were turning, 
I'm like, you're going, you know, you're going into oncoming traffic. What are you yeah, doing? Yeah. Dude, even even as a pedestrian yeah. crossing the street. Thank yes. God, though, they have. They, I like, I, 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 am I doing, you know? In London, they put down, knowing that, they put down at every crosswalk, they have an arrow pointing with the direction of oncoming traffic. Yeah. All right, why donuts have a hole in the center? Steve, you worked at a Dunkin' Donuts. Yeah, I have a secret that I was sworn to uphold uh, uh, because well. it's sort of like the Masonic. I don't want you temple, to reveal it. I'll let you reveal it. Okay, the origin of the ring donut remains hotly debated despite its popularity. People have come up with all sorts of theories about how donuts ended up with a hole in the center. One says that a Native American man unwittingly made the first ring donut when he shot an arrow into the center of a pastry while aiming at a woman. That okay. seems viable. No, Jesus. Uh, another says that some bakers created the first ring donuts, and supposedly when they uh, added eggs to their dough, the final products were often uncooked in the center but overcooked at the edges, and they created the hole to eliminate the Gooey Centers. I like Gooey Centers. <gasps> That's a good name for a band, the Gooey, gooey Centers. centers. The gooey oh, my God. Centers. Like a goth band. You're actually going to write that one? We right are down. Gooey Centers. The gooey Centers. Hang on a second. <laughs> gooey Centers. centers. Goo. Ooh, that word starts with goo. Actually, that's also a good country name. Goo F yourself. Go F yourself. Goo. <laughs> Maybe I can talk the guys in Saint to renaming us the Gooey, gooey Centers. centers. Uh, what the Gooey Centers have sold more records than the Beatles in Pakistan. Uh, however, most sources credit a sailor named Hanson Gregory. This sounds like it might be more legit. Hanson or Hanson? <laughs> Hanson. Okay. Hanson Gregory uh, is the inventor of the ring donut, even though they do not agree on a single story. One version says that Gregory invented the ring donut when he forcefully put some pastries that he was eating through a spoke of his ship's wheel in 1847. According to another story, he created the hole to make his donut lighter after six of his friends fell overboard because their pastries were too heavy. Well, that's just stupid. Yeah. This donut, this 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 breakfast treat is far too heavy. A third notion says that Gregory asked his mother to make the hole so that they could use lesser amounts of ingredients to make their donuts. Mother, I need you to make me a hole. In a 1916 interview with the Washington Post, Gregory said that he created the first ring donut in 1858. He explained that donuts were made in twisting or diamond shapes at the time. They were called fried cakes and twisters. So the donut here that we're looking at, the silhouette, I don't know if this is a statue or something or whatever the hell this is, but the oldie-time donuts had very large holes. Yeah. They were almost like... um, Yeah, a gaper. Yeah, like a gaper. (laughs) Gaper delay. Uh, Um, So that is kind of the origin of why donuts have a hole in them. So there you go. It seems vague at best. All right. These are, uh, by the way, ten. Uh, these are explanations of the shapes used for everyday things. Why is love represented with a heart shape? Yeah. Well, what? Okay. I'm trying to figure out why that might be the case. And your heart beats faster. Your heart beats faster during love or when you get excited. But why is the but heart it doesn't look shape? like a human heart. It doesn't right. look like a human heart. That's the heart, thing. Yeah. So why is it that what we call the heart shape? It looks nothing like okay. the human heart. Okay. What? Does it have anything to do with it being a symmetrical design that uh, could be like two things uh, together? I haven't read this, so let's find out. All right. We take the journey together. Yeah, there are several theories, uh, but two most common ones involve the ex- the extinct sylphium plant and the philosopher Aristotle. I thought so. Uh, so you probably never heard of the Silifium plant. It was popular among the Romans and Greeks who used it as food seasoning, cough syrup, and 
a contraceptive. Really? <laughs> wow. It's not only a cough syrup, it's a condom. Yeah. Uh, they used it for contraceptives so much that they harvested it into extinction in the first century A.D. And they were banging their brains out. Some historians say that the seed pod of the silphium plant looks like the heart shape that we use to represent love today. Well, As the Greeks and Romans probably used the silphium plant to represent love and sex at that time, its seed pod became the universal symbol of love. So it might be that. All right. But it's extinct, so we don't know for sure. Okay, so that's... that's a, Okay, we're looking at the plant right now. It does look like the oh. uh, the depiction of a heart. I oh, guess wow. it's a And that, I guess hanging below it are its testicles. Yeah. <laughs> there's two, little, there's two things that look like... like <laughs> looks like a nutsack hanging from the bottom of that. Other historians believe that we use the heart shape for love because Aristotle and a writer named Galen or Galen... Uh, described the human heart as a three-chambered structure with a small dent in the middle. Artists and scientists in the Middle Ages supposedly created the first heart symbol when they tried to draw the heart from the description in ancient books. So, I don't know. I always thought they just kind of cut people open in the Middle Ages and rooted around. Right. Them Ripped them out, mummified them, did all mm-hmm. that crazy stuff. Sacrificed them. All right. Why are light bulbs round? Uh, so why are light bulbs round? Yeah, the first light bulbs were spherical. Today's light bulbs are not spherical, but they still maintain a teardrop shape, just like their predecessors. That is, they are uh, they are slimmer at their base and wider at the center, with a pointy tip. Early light bulbs were spherical because they produced light using filaments placed at their centers. A sphere is the most practical shape that allows a bulb to evenly deliver light across a certain area. Well, that makes sense. Yeah. Modern LED I believe that. and compact fluorescent lamp bulbs are not spherical but maintain the teardrop shape because makers want to stay with the tradition. So that's hmm. the only reason. Also, when these those uh, LED lights and those other lights came onto the market, when they were able to mimic the soft yellowish light, they became more popular. Remember when they first started coming out with those lights, they had a very antiseptic, almost blue hue to them? Yeah, it was not comforting no and i and especially when you would see them compared to the other yeah uh, regular filament bulbs didn't like them it just didn't yeah but they've they've come a long way hey side note are you supposed to throw light bulbs away when you're done or do they get recycled does anybody know you're supposed to put them in a box and put them on your neighbor's no, lawn you're not supposed to do that uh, i don't think they're supposed to put them in the trash right no you're actually they, there's all sorts of instructions really? to go with those yeah. things oh yeah. yes there's a whole like if it breaks you're supposed to go, basically call like a hazmat unit over to the house and there's Oh, the, the those ones, the, yeah, the mercury ones. Yeah, yeah, well, yeah, not the LED ones. I don't know what you're supposed to do with those either, though. I brought in uh, batteries um, this week because uh, we have recycling of batteries here with our engineers because oh, you're you not do? supposed to throw those away either. Yeah. And huh. Ener- here I'm reading this article: energy efficient light bulbs are a type of fluorescent lamp and can be recycled at local recycling centers. Older style incandescent bulbs aren't recyclable and should be thrown away in your rubbish bin. Which ones do you throw off the roof? Uh, the, the, those are the, the long tube fluorescent Those lights. are awesome. I had a, a buddy of mine's dad when I was a kid had owned a, a car lot, and for some reason they had all these. In, in the back, they had thrown away a bunch yeah. of fluorescent light bulbs. Man, we, Good played, times. we played lightsabers with those things. <laughs> oh, it's like 40-year-old virgin. Dude, it was awesome. Were they doing that in 40-year-old yeah, so virgin? They're on the loading dock, and yeah. they're, they're fighting. And he cracks one across his legs. He goes, oh, man. Yeah, we did the same thing yeah, when yeah. I was a kid. And <laughs> That's got to be good for you. Uh, right? Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's only chemicals. <laughs> oh, dude, one time when I was a kid, I found a... Uh, I found a thermometer on the oh. uh, on the playground. Mercury. I always wondered what was inside that thermometer. <laughs> oh, yeah. Boy. So I broke it open. Mm, tastes good. Ah. Uh, did you? N- t- 
I ended up getting the, like a like a sore on my hand. So you touched it? Yeah, of course. I didn't know what was yeah, in there. Yeah, 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 right. like, what is that silver stuff? And uh, and I I guess that was some the the mercury you know irritating my skin. Yeah. Um, so, it's crazy. Uh, there there was a case, or it would happen. They would you know with the old style mercury thermometers in your mouth. Occasionally, some kid would chomp onto it, or uh-huh. yeah. Yeah, so it's a bit of an issue. So, uh, like Lowe's and Home Depot and big box um, hardware stores, they have uh, re- uh, containers, and you can recycle there. So you could bring in your your bulbs right to at places the like that. Center. Yeah, yeah. We end up. I've I've only done this uh, a couple of times, but uh, you know they have uh, hazardous waste collection. Yeah, yeah. Uh, locations and and dates. Problem is, they only do them like once a quarter or oh, something right. like that. And and there's no like, hey, bring your stuff here. At least I can't find you. You know, bring your stuff here anytime. Well, we do it here like once a year with um, yeah. old, old electronics or whatever. And and I do bring my batteries here. Well, our sponsor, um, who does, Armor Metal and Recycling. Yeah, don't they? I think they handle some I, of that. I'm not sure if they do. They seem pretty comprehensive. I'm I'm not sure, but I I had a hard time finding anything in my area. Um, Can't but, you just put it in a bag and throw it in the woods? But we have like <laughs> we have like cleaners and spray paint. You know, like half yeah. used cans of spray paint that you're never going to use right. again. Is, is I've there... got loads of them. Oh, you put okay. them in your neighbor's trash. If you have paint, if that you, do you know of any road like side roads that people don't use a lot? Stop <laughs> it! I did just recently do those, Steve, getting rid of uh, latex paint. Yeah, because I had gallons and gallons and gallons, uh, and and some of it going back to 2006. You have to dry it out. You have to and and put we put sand in the containers. Cat litter is what. Yeah, I mean. yeah, and so, then you yeah. uh, then you, gotta, you eat it. You got to open them up. You don't eat it, <laughs> and then you pour cat litter in it. And you were telling me mainly. It's not for recycling purposes. It's so it doesn't make a mess in the trash truck. In the trash trucks. Yeah. yeah. So uh, so I, I got a bin, actually, from uh, J.P. Mascaro, uh, you know, the big dumpster. Yeah. And uh, they dropped it off. And, uh, yeah, that's part of the deal. So they have very specific instructions. But they got rid of a lot of it. Okay. All right. Let me move on to some uh, other shapes. Why common everyday items are shaped the way they are. The football is by far the most interesting one. I shouldn't have led with that. Oh man, that's the money shot. That was kind of. I think the. Well, I haven't read all of it here. I did, but but that was. Well, maybe you have. Maybe you have a killer shape coming up that we're not even aware of yet. <laughs> Why are coins round? Why are coins round? I don't think this one's going to be too interesting. Well, little do you know. Uh, the earliest coins came in different shapes and uh, sizes, ranging from rectangles to circles with holes in the middles. Yeah, you're uh, right. Uh, the year. <laughs> <laughs> You're out. I'm sorry to disappoint you, Steve. Uh, the year in which the first coin appeared remains disputed, even though historians I a round coin. agree that it was sometime around the 6th and 5th centuries. Greek historian uh, Herodotus wrote that the first coins were produced in Lydia, which was in today's western Turkey. Mm, Turkey. Herodotus uh, <laughs> added that the coin was made with electrum, a naturally occurring alloy of gold and silver. One account says that the coins were What's Wolverine made out of? What? He's uh, adamantium. Okay. One account said that the coins were oval, while another claims that they were rectangular, which is true. They were, whichever is true, I'm sorry, they were clearly not circles. The Greeks and Romans later jumped on the coin fad. However, they made their coins round to prevent fraud. Coins of the day were made of valuable metals, and it was quite common for people to uh, chip their corners off and they called this coin clipping, and it was illegal and reduced the value of the coins. So they had counterfeit coins back then. Yeah. That's so why the barter system has always been so attractive, because it's hard to counterfeit a chicken. Yeah, the cre- the uh, Greeks and Romans created the round coin because it could be quickly spotted if it had been clipped. Yeah. So, okay. So oh, so when people say, I, I... Yeah, I clipped it. I clipped your cash. Yeah. 
I uh, wonder, uh, were they clipping it so that they would have more of that precious metal to, you know what I mean? Yeah, to eventually melt down mm-hmm. and, and make another coin, uh, probably. Other We're counts. looking at old coins here, Preston, that have sort of uh, uh, ridges in the side. Yeah, that that's a coin that's been clipped, I guess. A clipped coin. Or I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, or as we coin. call it, a CC. These square coins are cool. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah he's I'm looking desperately looking for I'm something like... to be interested about. These, <laughs> these coins are pretty interesting. <laughs> Would you, Kathy, or Jace ever collect coins? No. I mean, like, if Jace got into it, would you then... Yeah, if it added up to, like, a million bucks, of course. What about the, uh, the like, the state quarters? Uh, no. Right. I, I, you know what? When I was a kid, I did uh, start to collect quarters, and then I gave up, uh, and Christopher took it up, my brother, and he collected, like, he had so many quarters. Yeah, it's horribly boring. It's so boring. <laughs> it's horribly boring. How do machines like parking meters know the difference between a quarter, a nickel, a dime, a quarter and like a Canadian quarter. They ask other machines. They're, okay, so they're talking. <laughs> they're, 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 the, the receptacle that oh, you, that knows, like well, some, if I put in, some machines put, won't take a, yeah. a, 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 a different coin. But You the, can jam up the machine if yeah. you put a different coin in it. But what the, if I put in like a, the, the Canadian version of a quarter? It's It'll say thank too- you, eh? <laughs> but but uh, like vending machines of yore, you could put nickels, dimes, quarters, <laughs> plugs. They used to call pennies. them. You could take. Remember, they call them plugs. You could put them in. Uh, case that's you know what here here's what I'm going to guess. Okay, so the coin probably goes down a slot. The slot has different size openings. Yes, with the largest one being the last opening. Mm-hmm. So it will drop into whatever slot it fits into first. Is there a weight then- element? I don't know because uh, I'm the, not the smallest. What, the what smallest coins. What do you want from me? Yeah, get up my back. <laughs> well, no, no. The smallest have... slot would be the bottom slot because the large quarter would hit yeah. first and get caught. Yeah, but you wouldn't know. No, the largest. Crank. The largest would be last because uh, a dime might actually fall into the quarter one if it were if it were first. Well, you know if, I mean? if if the largest one is at the bottom. Yeah, mm. I gotta see how one of those things works. How do you stop? Mm, would that work? Yeah, because cause the like a, a quarter would roll over the size of a hole for a dime mm-hmm. and a nickel, and then eventually get to the quarter and fall in. I think the quarter would fall. Huh? I don't know. Let me think about that. Okay. Uh, so, I, but that's my theory, Case. Yeah, I'm sure there's a there's probably something called the internet that you could absolutely find out the legit yeah. story on that. Can you Google that? I guess that's your. Uh, here theory. we go. We're looking at how how it works here. We have the inner there's even a of a machine, and we're seeing yeah. a quarter go through. It's being scanned by a laser beam. That's contacting yeah, the atomic clock. I don't know. It's I, sending back data oh, lasers. through a modem. There's a central coin bureau, Preston. They're okay. contacting you. Yeah, so it takes about 25 minutes. One last thing on this list of explanations of the shapes used for everyday things, okay? Last thing. Sugar cubes. Why cubes? Why cubes? Here's the home run you've been waiting for. Why Cubes. Sugar used to be sold in tall, hardened cones called sugar loaves. I'd like a sugar cone, please. There's a band called Sugar Loaf. Sugar Loaf. Yeah. And Sugar Walls is a Sheena Easton song about your vagina. It is. Uh, people went through quite an ordeal to get sugar ready for tea. Users first had to break the sugar apart with hammers or mallets uh, that had chisels. I Later- think I have an idea. What? The increased surface area for the sugar to... Dissolve when putting it into coffee. It says later someone came up with uh, the pliers like sugar nippers. <laughs> That's a band name, too. How you doing, sugar nipper? <laughs> Hi, we're the sugar nippers. <laughs> Come here, sugar nippers. Come on. <laughs> Get you fired. 
uh, to cut the hardened sugar into lumps. Users who preferred granulated sugar shattered the lumps with a mortar and pestle or spice mill. Some just saved themselves all the trouble and inserted the whole cone into their cup of tea. Part of it melted into the tea. They dried the rest for future use. Lucky buyers... Uh, could also purchase already broken sugar into lumps, which is sold by weight. Well, I must be the luckiest man on earth. I purchased broken sugar. The whole problem with sugar came to a head in the 1840s when Julian Juliana Rad sliced her finger while cutting sugar. Oh, dear. Juliana was the wife of uh, Jacob Christoph Rad, who owned a sugar mill. You're so rad. She complained to Jacob, asking why he could not make sugar that would fit in a cup and save people all I the I don't trouble. know. Why do you never give me handies? <laughs> We two can play this game. <laughs> this made Jacob invent the first press that made sugar into cubes. So it was because she cut her finger mm. and asked her husband about it. Why? He created Why don't it, we have children? And therefore, you now have the sugar cube. And still, to this day, since 1840, we have sugar cubes. Do you like the sugar packets that are long tubes where you tear the end off? Oh, yeah. I do. Yeah. I do. They pour out better. They do pour better. Yeah. What about you? I do. Okay. Oh, I do. Yeah. Used one of those last night while we were at mm. the Rittenhouse. Um, so anyhow, just thought I'd enlighten you amongst those We've things. We've learned a lot about shapes. Here we go. Fred has an answer to your coin thing, Casey. All right. Hi, Fred. You're on the air. Good morning. Hey, good morning. How are you? Good. What's up, man? Uh, so I heard Casey talk about the weight issue. Yes. Uh, coins. Um, I'm originally Canadian. So the, I know I know that the Canadian coin weighs a little less than the American coin. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how it knows the uh, the difference in the machine too. The uh, weight. The weight, yeah. There it's is by weight, weight not, not by the size or ridges or anything of the nature. It's the actual weight of the coin itself. Yeah. All right, and so uh, you drop a Canadian coin in, in an American vending machine that doesn't take Canadian currency, it will jam up the machine, won't it? Well, it usually drops down into. Does the, it drop down into yeah, the Canadian either, pit? Right, it'll pass it through because it knows it knows the difference. All yeah, right, thanks, Fred. Yeah, it'll pass it through, and it goes in the little coin, little change receiver. So you you put it in, and it goes right through. Doesn't it, it go to right a little chute that that fires it over the Canadian border? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, how awesome! <laughs> Don't stand there. That's where the Canadian coins come out. <laughs> There's one. Yeah. GPS location <laughs> that they haven't pinpointed. Every single one is yeah. aimed to the same spot, and it flies across the border and lands right there. And, and they it's a big pile of coins. We give them back their coins. <laughs> I I would assume that uh, that they have the same issue with American coins in Canada sure. as well. And a lot of times they'll end up. Uh, it's their curse. Yeah. All right. Canadian coins are magnetic, but U.S. coins are not. Oh, seriously? Yeah. Huh. That's actually a good idea to have it is magnetic a good idea. coins. Yeah, because you could just stick them on the fridge. Yeah, or when you drop them down into you know an area you can't get them, you just have a little magnet on a on a re- little retractable. Or put it in the vending machine, have it engage the machine, hold a magnet up to the coin slot, have the coin come back out, and put it back in again for whatever. I like it. I like it. Wow, <laughs> interesting. Well, I thought it was weird. Share some stuff like that. So. I listen. Uh, not everyone was a home run, but there were some good ones. Yeah, I like the football one. We did a lot of time on the coins. Yeah, we did. <laughs> It's what we do. Right. <laughs> Honestly, we know how to time manage. I want to give a $25 gift card to Xfinity Live away right Why now. Why do they need it? Uh, they don't oh, need for, it. Oh, for us to have for, for, for you okay. uh, to a listener. So caller 15, I will set you up with that. 215-263-WMMR. Keep in mind today, 
Lorenzo and Sons Pizza and Blue Moon Bar open. So cool. At Xfinity Live, the first starting at 10 a.m., the first 100 people get a free slice of Lorenzo's and a free Blue Moon beer while they last. I would have to imagine there's going to be a couple of pictures taken of the first person, too. Yeah. Right? Wouldn't you yeah. want to do that? Yeah. But if you, when you get over there, I'm pressing you pointed this out, the menu... One item. And what is that one item? Giant slice of pizza. <laughs> it's all they sell. Uh, so uh, you'll want to go by there and see that today. So we're going to take a break. We'll take Caller 15. We'll set you up. Come back in a moment. We'll get comedian Ian Edwards in our studio. Stay there. With so much rock coming to BB&T Pavilion in August, we're calling it MMR's first rock residency. Featuring nine killer rock concerts in August. Listen for free tickets and great grand prizes. This week it's tickets to Skinner's Last Stand. Slipknot and Volbeater at the Knotfest Roadshow. Plus your shot at the Santana Grand Prize VIP package, including limited edition lithograph, merch, and more. Check WMMR.com for a complete list of concerts and grand prizes with some of your favorite bands. Tickets are on sale now at Ticketmaster.com. Rock with us this August at BB&T Pavilion. It's our rock residency. 93.3 WMMR. Everything that rocks. All right, thanks, Kath. Uh, our next guest is going to be calling Philly home for the next couple of days because he's going to be at Helium uh, tonight, tomorrow, Saturday as well. And uh, you can get your tickets now at HeliumComedy.com. Ladies and gents, this is Ian Edwards. Yay! Hey, hey. What's up, y'all? How you doing, Ian? <laughs> I'm good, I'm good. Nice to see you, man. <laughs> nice to see you, too. Kathy, you just killed traffic. You murdered it. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Bodied traffic. <laughs> uh, People are perpetually amazed at uh, Kathy's ability to... Rip through the traffic, I know. though it's exactly the same every day. Yeah, I wish traffic was that fast. We were talking. You, you we were just up. talking. I'm sorry to interrupt. Yeah. We had a, a Peter Fonda passed away, you know, a few days ago, oh, yeah, and we right, we yeah. played back a portion of the interview that we had with him, and he was fascinated by oh, her doing the yeah, traffic. That's over pretty there. impressive, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like I'm scared to like. I grew up being afraid to read in front of the class. Oh, okay. And I'm, I'm watching her. That's like. Just murdering it, right? Right. And then you got to go up after that. Like, oh boy, there was, this, there was this kid in my in my social studies class, and I always felt horrible because we would at that time we'd get picked on to call called upon to read in class, and when he would read, literally his voice, oh. he was terrified to do it in front of. Him. I felt so bad. Were you that bad? Yeah, I mean, oh. I I could get through it, but the the nerve to do it, and you know, it's and, just. Look what you do now, though. Yeah, I know. I mean, that's... I'm terrified to do this. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't say I got over it. Okay. He's, he's right did in the throes of it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Did I create the illusion that I was... You should you just come see me tonight like... Duh, 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 duh. <laughs> How does people laughing at me struggling? I don't want to go out there. <laughs> oh, well, I, I mean, it's got to be hard because we don't know you. You don't know us. Uh, yeah. You have no idea, like, where we're going to lead our questioning and how the conversation is right. going to go. But, I mean, you're no stranger to this. I mean, you right. sit down with Rogan. Uh, mm-hmm. You sit. Th- you have your own podcast. Podcast. So, right. like, how is this? How does this differ than than what you do with you know people that you know? Well, well, I don't like. I looked at your wall before mm-hmm. I came in, and I'm like, I, I got to be the least uh, famous <laughs> guest you've ever had in here. So I apologize. No, no, no. <laughs> if it's any comfort, we took down the Polaroid of Jared from Subway. Oh, so, oh yeah, my yeah, God. yeah, yeah. I mean, he's yeah. still more famous. Than you. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. It, it's uh, it, it's it's funny because sometimes we'll get people on. Um, you know, Rogan will come on and. and 
there's a there's a different pentameter for a, a podcast, and we're right. doing you know, a, a, but it's 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 the same thing. I remember we've had it was Mitch Fatel came in one time and right. he started doing the podcast, and he goes, "What you guys do?" Because we'll, we're on for almost five hours, right? And he'll, he he appreciates it. But the truth mm-hmm. of the matter is, it's it, it's. I remember when the notion first came out. Do you remember this, Preston? A podcast. A podcast. We will do the show as a podcast. It's, it's just an extended MP3 file. Is all it is. Yeah, exactly. But but people are still you know uh, they're still blown away by it. Now you do something. You're a big soccer fan. Yeah, yeah. And and uh, I was uh, checking out your 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 uh, Twitter page, and you do a whole bunch of um, you have a whole bunch of like minded soccer fans. And what you do is explain what you do because it's very popular, but it's it's got to be it's a hyper focused audience. It's a hyper focused audience. Like I have a podcast, which is like a safe space. For people who are into soccer, <laughs> like you can talk about it and not get beat up right. by people who are into all the other sports. You know are, what I mean? Are you finding more converts now, like with with the with the American the, with the women's soccer team, and and because like here we have the union and they're they're doing very well, right. and it's it's always perplexed us, Ian, how mm-hmm. parents routinely take their kids to soccer practice and all that stuff, and mm-hmm. it's had this uphill battle to become a popular sport here in the states. The reason why. Soccer's not big in America because America didn't invent soccer. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. You got sports that you invented that right. you, you're curating and taking care of. Right. And then this thing comes kind of from out of nowhere. Yeah. And then you're like, eh, yeah. <laughs> it, you know, but. I can kind of see that. It's, it's growing. Like, yeah. I, like my podcast is about like the Premier League, which is the English League. Right, right. And it's like they show it here on NBC Sports and all that. Well, so it's so here in the States, it's tough because it's like, all right, well, how, how, how do the sponsors end up working their way in there? Because there's there aren't a whole lot of commercial breaks. It's just, right. you know, running clock the entire time. So I, I've heard that the uphill battle really is like, all right, well. How do we get it paid for? How do we get it paid for? How do yeah. we televise this if, right. if, if, you know, we can't run commercials or as many commercials as, let's say, a football game or, or you know, a baseball game where there's, okay, we're, you know, every 15 minutes we're going to break and, and, and run some commercials. So, right. And a baseball know. game, it's like three days long, so you <laughs> could just show commercials. Yeah. And not only that, right behind the, 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 the batter is always like a chroma-keyed advertisement banner that they keep rotating through. Well, they do that in soccer now. Oh, they, they got that going on? And, and then maybe at the top left-hand side of the screen, there's something there. Yep. Yeah. And yep. it's always changing. So they, they found ways. But They're figuring it out. They're figuring it out, yeah. So I, I assume you played soccer growing up and you probably play as an adult now. Is that uh, the case? Or you just always been a fan and uh-huh. that's it? Played, always been a fan. Uh-huh. I kind of quit now. My knees were like, hey, man, we're out. They tapped out. They grow up. Because I, I always, I always hated soccer. I always had the, like the meathead mentality. Right in my face. Well, right in my face. <laughs> but so I had that stupid meathead mentality. Football, uh-huh. football, football. And then my roommate in college played for the college team. And then subsequently, all of my friends ended up playing so for that team. So oh, I ended girl. up watching those guys. But mm-hmm. those guys in particular. They get up early on Saturday or Sunday mornings, and mm-hmm. they'll make their way to uh, some sort of bar. I have friends that are from uh, Ireland and England. They do the right. same thing. Do you do that, too? Yeah, Actually, I've done it's that. probably not. Uh, well, it's even earlier for you. It's earlier. Like, like, like I'm a comic, so if I'm in L.A., yeah. and uh, the first game comes on 4.30 in the morning. So if I get home 2 in the morning from doing a show, I have a choice. Like, yeah. stay up <laughs> or try to sleep yeah, for right. only two hours and <laughs> right. wake up and watch it. And I would shotgun I it. Yeah, yeah, yeah shotgunning yeah. is probably the best way to go. You were born in Jamaica? 
Uh, England. Eng- okay, England, and 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 then you you moved to New York. I moved to Jamaica when I was like nine years old, and then moved to New York when I was like seventeen. Okay, so yeah. it's, it's it's been a pro a protracted thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so in in the beginning, you you started doing. Were you doing more comedy writing initially? No, I was doing stand up, and stand up led to comedy writing, right? And then kind of took over. Or I was always doing stand up, but not on the level of other comics who are just always constantly on the road. Like, I could stay in L.A. and then make not as much money doing stand-up because my uh, writing would, like, kind of pay for my stand-up. Right, you know right. What I mean? uh, you're, you're, you were part of uh, uh, of uh, Black Dynamite, the animated series. Yeah, yeah. Which yeah. I love. Uh, Michael Jai White, right? The, yeah. We had him in, in he here. He was yeah. great. He was, and no one, I never knew the dude had a sense of humor and, and that, you know, oh, yeah. that, that was part of the deal. That had to be a lot of fun working on that series because I I I love the the black exploitation era of movies and that's right. that's a love letter to that stuff. Yeah, it, it was a fun show to work on, and you know with animation you can do so many things. And Michael Jai White's voice, and then you could just animate it and do anything with it. And we approached a lot of topics uh, from back then and now and applied them to back then. That's cool. So it's pretty cool. Yeah. When you, when you write, even though. You, everything's animated and they can just create what you're going to be writing and mm-hmm. are there limitations as, as to the you know because i know you have to pay for the animation obviously mm-hmm. and i mean is there you know were there limitations they just said whatever you want go for it the funny thing about animation we got it animated in korea yeah a lot of people a lot of companies do that right yeah so we had to send a guy over there who's been doing animation long enough for him to learn korean he's black wow <laughs> so wow he, he goes there to communicate like facial expressions and stuff that they don't get oh, really? over there. That's okay. wild. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, so he'd be like, "No, draw the face like this," and they're like, you know, whatever their voice sounds like. <laughs> oh, you yeah, know? It, <laughs> because it doesn't necessarily translate. Yeah, it doesn't necessarily translate to their culture or their reactions yeah. or just like maybe sarcasm and stuff like that. Right. So I forgot the name of the guy, but he. He would always go live in Korea for like two months while he were animating everything. That's crazy. Yeah, I was uh, again on your uh, going through your uh, your TM your your uh, your Twitter page and TMZ caught up to you. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I have a question about that because uh-huh. we know about the TMZ reporters <laughs> who are like photographers uh-huh. and they seem to be staked out all over the place. Mm-hmm. They just they seem to just come across you in a parking lot, right? And they ask you about coffee. Uh-huh. Were they just? Do they just hang out there? Do they get a tip? You're there. How are they everywhere? Listen, I'm gonna deglamorize that <laughs> please, whole thing. Please, I know that guy. Oh, get out! <laughs> He's a comic. Yeah. There you go. Because you know it looks uh, like they just caught you. Get out! I, of hey, car. I got. I said, hey, man, my uh, my special is coming out. <laughs> You guys just texting I, each other? And the- I I text him. <laughs> he's That's like, may, he's like, maybe we'll see. Yeah. But then in LA, they had billboards about the special, like with me on billboards. Yeah, so it's yeah. like, he's like, all right, yeah, we'll do it. Because you know it seemed valid enough. Because it's valid enough. It's right. like they were, they had like forty something billboards around town yeah. with my face staring down at traffic. <laughs> so then it was just easy to get on. And then. And then Billboards don't do anything to move the dial. Yeah. But I have an ex-girlfriend who's engaged, so I know at one point 
Yeah. <laughs> while those billboards were up, her and her fiance were in the car looking right. up at my billboard. <laughs> so so I was like, yes. Yeah. Like, we always say that. So when they asked me, do you want billboards? I said, yes. <laughs> <laughs> they yes. were talking about billboards for, for our uh, show, and they always yeah. talk to our billboards, and we say, the billboards don't get people to listen to the show. They nah. just validate to the people who listen to the show that you're worthy of a billboard. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Yeah, and mine validated to <laughs> validated the doubt in my ex's head right. when she's sitting next to her fiance. That's that's got to yeah. be cool. Yeah. Uh, you worked with Keenan Ivory Waynes too. On he had a short. I remember he had a short lived talk show. Yeah, and it was, sort of became the bane of. I remember the reading about. It. I don't know if this is true, mm-hmm. but he like they weren't giving him any. As I recall the story, they weren't giving any creative control, and there was a lot of like tumult and stuff behind the scenes. Uh-huh. And it was was that the case? Because it was he went into it wanting it to be something. I remember reading all about it, and it sort of became sort of a legend in its own right. Was that a, a difficult show to work on? Because he's great. We love right. him. That was my first job. Yeah. And the hours were, like, crazy. Like, you'd have to get there, like, 10 in the morning, and I'd stay there till like, midnight. I was just learning how to write. I didn't know completely. Like, I knew how to write some things. Yeah. But it's like a process of getting paid to learn, but you have to deliver or you get fired. Because so, you, you're, you're there, you're you're doing the absolute grunt work. You're yeah. you're, you're doing, and 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 I know because they made a big push on this because mm-hmm. he's a super talented guy. Right? Could you sense that it, it, he wasn't happy? With uh, the- there, yeah, there were moments you could yeah. sense, definitely sense that. Like, especially one day, one day, this one comic, he was struggling at the job. He wasn't getting anything on the show. Right. So then he came up with a joke based on the news, and. uh he told we'd have to go into a, the office to pitch to Keenan, and uh, I think his name is Al Cleveland. So he pitched this joke, and <laughs> Keenan loved it. And he's like, "I'm going to use that right. in the monologue." And Al felt felt relaxed, yeah, and uh, comfortable. You know, ooh, I got something off. And then later on in the day, they realized that the facts of the joke were wrong. Okay, like he used like it was something to do with Janet Reno. And Janae Reno, the actress, oh, and, he mixed, Reno, yeah. and he mixed them up. Oh, but if the other way around, it, the joke works. But the, the truthful way doesn't work. <laughs> so then Keenan, they had to take it out the monologue. Oh. Right? So then that night, I'm staying at work. It's my first job. I'm Jamaican. We got this, like, hard-working work ethic where you just stay last at least. Yeah. Even if you're not doing anything, I'm just typing. And me and Al shared an office, and they came in. After Alan left and started packing up oh, his yikes. stuff, wow. you know what I mean. I was mm-hmm. like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And he's like, "He's fired." And I'm like, "All right." So then the next morning, I'm the first one there, you know. And I'm writing. Al's empty desk is over there. Oh man! And then Al comes in, <laughs> and I, I'm like, "Am I like? What is he doing here? Didn't they call him and tell him he was fired? They forgot to tell him he was oh, fired." Oh my god! And so he comes have- in and sees his empty desk. And then he's looking at me. Oh, man. And I'm like, hey, man, you, you got to go talk to him. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> it's brutal. Yeah, it's brutal. It's brutal. So yeah. if you're doing those long days, because I read here that you like to take naps. I'm, I'm a nap guy. Yeah. Were you able to sneak in a nap on, on those long days? Not. Okay, get the threat of getting fired. Yeah. Is coffee? You know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, yeah. keep you up. Yeah. We talk about because we, we're all massively fascinated with the lore of SNL and all the mm-hmm. legendary. But you know, everybody we ever talked to when they come in on on the writer side, mm-hmm. they just beat 
you are. That's because that's you're turning out content constantly. And, right. and then you have to have it reviewed. And, and getting on is, is the tough thing. Right. Uh, you know, but uh, so with you written for a lot. You were on uh, punked for a while, right? You were a cast member. You're a cast member. Were you doing any writing on that as well? Was that the Ashton Kutcher? That was the Ashton Kutcher thing. No, nah, no writing on that. Like, okay. I just went to an audition. And that was a fun audition. Like, a few weeks before that audition, like, I have two friends that book a lot. Like, back in the day, I used to hang out with Kevin Hart a lot. Yeah, yeah. you wrote on his, his series, in too. His, on his series, yeah. yeah. So I was like, how do you book things? And he just tell me, like, you just go in there, you make it your own, and blah, 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 blah. And I asked JB Smooth the same thing. And, like, like I'm hanging out with these people, but I never asked them their, their right. technique or their philosophy right. on things. So, and I asked them, and then that punked audition came up and i just basically used their idea on of how to book things and i booked that that show in the room that day like they gave us a bunch of improv scenarios right and i was just like i just was just talking just (laughs) just just loose just talking just being me and then they were like they sent me out the room then they'd send some people home call you back in the room with the people that they kept Send people out, come back. There was, it's there was, a process, man. It's, it's, it's a, yeah. That's another brutal thing. Was Dak Shepard that time on the... No, nah, he was gone by he then. He was gone by then. Yeah. But he is one of the people that made that show famous, yeah. 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 I mean, mm-hmm. do, do you know Ashton? Do you, do you you get invited, you and Mila and Ashton hanging out nah. together? No, uh-uh. no. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> no. You don't need it. Yeah. So, nah. so we do have stuff in common. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I wanted to ask, and I have to see it, just doing the research on you, there's, there's a mockumentary you starred in. Uh, it's called uh, Toyganic. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. And it looks like it's a parody of, uh, uh, like, Raising the Titanic. Mm-hmm. Is that... Explain what this is about, because it looks hilarious. It's so long ago, I can't remember. This. Yeah. <laughs> is that the general gist that. of it, though? Yeah. That it's, it's, a mock, it's a faux documentary. Hey, it might be. <laughs> you don't I'm even remember. No, I Because I, I, I only the did... The poster looks hilarious. I did one scene in it. Yeah. And it was so long ago. and But <laughs> one of the writers slash producers, she was a writer on Blackish, and I wrote on Blackish. Yeah. So yep. then... You know, I'm sharing an office with her. Like, I'm terrible at auditions usually. Right. But she's seeing me in the room, like, crack jokes and stuff like that. And mm-hmm. she produced it, so she put me in there. Her name is Gail Lerner. So that's important. You got to, you got to, you, and then you talk about a Jamaican work ethic. You you say mm-hmm. yes to everything, and then eventually it pays off because somebody who works on Blackish yeah. hires you. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. And then, uh, what else? Like, friends from college, like. I wrote on that show, and they gave me a role in the room on that show. Wow. So what was your role? Like to, played Skull. I don't remember. I, that was a great show. Did you see I, season two? Yeah, yeah. I watched both Remember the seasons. funeral? Yes. I, I. Oh, you one of the guys jumping off the, the building? Yeah, one of the base <laughs> yeah. jumpers. You son of, I'm standing right in front of you, <laughs> Nick. Sorry. Maybe you don't recognize me with my, without my base jumping clothes. <laughs> That's what it was. But thanks, <laughs> thanks, thanks, for, thanks for being one of the two people that watched the show, man. I, I thought really I, Kathy it. watched it, too. Kathy, it, it Kathy was... you don't recognize Skull? <laughs> oh, my God, All yes. the Jesus, so You were in the car. <laughs> she's embarrassed. Now she's embarrassed. <laughs> that was a great show. Yeah. And I, I oh, never understand why great shows, especially on Netflix, get canceled. Because it would seem to me that there'd be room for them. That's funny. Everybody says that about that. I didn't know how many people watched that show until it got canceled. Yeah. People's like, why did they cancel that show? I'm like, 
You watched it? <laughs> you watched it all. Yeah, when the star, one of the stars is yeah. asking why. Yeah. yeah. That's a problem. Well, listen, Ian's in for a few days, like I said. You got one show tonight, mm-hmm. and then uh, two, yeah, Saturday and Sunday. Or, I'm sorry, Friday and Saturday, 7.30 and 10 p.m. You can go to heliumcomedy.com and get your tickets. So we hope you enjoy your time while you're in Philly, man. Yeah, I'm going to walk around a lot, check out the place. Cool. You know, it's Philly's Philly. Every East Coast city kind of, I'm from New York, so it feels like, you know, yeah. feels New York. It's, yeah. it's, you know? I, I love it. I mean, yep. I'm from New York years mm-hmm. ago, and, and uh, it, it's it's got a lot, Not maybe not as much, but you can get to it and use it. So yep. that's cool. Yeah, cool. Yeah. All right, well, enjoy. Ian, nice meeting you, man. Thanks thank you, brother. In. Yep, appreciate it. Ian oh, Edwards, you. guys, yeah. heliumcomedy.com to get your tickets. We're going to take a break. We'll be back in just a moment. Stay there. The Preston and Steve Show Podcast, 93.3 WMMR, everything that rocks. Thanks, Kath. Let's uh, take another stab at these bizarre file stories. Now, WMMR presents Preston and Steve's Bizarre Files. All right, and uh, the B-File this morning is brought to you by Chorus Photography. Chorus makes you look good even when... Your life choices don't. And you can visit them at chorusphotography.com. Uh, I have, I may, it depends on how many stories I go through, but this might be an old wildlife uh, bizarre file. Any castration in this one? No castration. Right. Uh, but there is something creepy living at the lake at Skytop Lodge in Monroe County, Pennsylvania. We don't go up to Skytop Lodge. Uh, it is called a jelly brain. A jelly brain. Mm-hmm. So that's, it's a monster? That's why I brought this up. The colony of moss animals is harmless, but the gooey blobs caught the attention of guests and naturalists during a weekend tour. Uh, the walking trail at Skytop Lodge uh, is peaceful, but get down to the water and you might glimpse uh, something creepy lurking in the lake. They uh, look like a glob of fish eggs and people get excited. Visitors to Skytop Lodge always have a great time. And then they meet... Jelly brain. <laughs> uh, and this is according to, I guess somebody who works here says, they say, look how big it is. What is it? It's actually thousands of small invertebrate creatures that live in harmony together. Mm. The cluster is called a bryozen. And it's also called jelly brains. Jelly brains. Rick Koval is the naturalist at the Skytop Lodge. And he was leading a guided tour over the weekend. And the group came across jelly brains in the lake. Who wants to see the jelly brain? Lodge. Lodge volunteer. Oh, Rick and his jelly brain. Go with him. Uh, Lodge volunteer Ron Dickey pulled out his cell phone. Ron Dickey, my good friend. And shot some video of the creepy encounter. He says to me, you want to feel or hold it? So I put both my hands Squeeze out. Squeeze it and lick it. And it was heavy, very dense. It was weird. It was cold. I shouldn't say this, but liver. Yeah, raw liver. It was that kind of texture, said Dickie. How big is it, Preston? Uh, the jelly brains. You know what? I don't know, Steve. I'm not really sure. Is it veiny and purple at the end? It's, it might be. <laughs> it looks about the size of a football. Okay. Uh, I'm seeing some photos. And listen, this this headline says it fell from the sky and landed in Pennsylvania. I don't know if that's a joke or if that actually is. I don't know. Uh, the end is purple. Lend some credence to Casey's theory that uh, tadpoles can come from the sky and land in uh, in a lake. Not really sure. Oh, I don't like this jelly. Well, the jelly brain looks about the size of a... Like a human brain? A human brain? Yeah, okay. 
Uh, two teenagers were caught off guard when a bear made its way into their vacation home. Teens Hayes Sherman and Bobby Harden of San Francisco were vacationing over the weekend. Where the jelly brains at? Where Hayes' family has a second home. And one night they heard a noise coming from the kitchen. A bear had come in through the open garage door. <sighs> I am famished. A Nest security camera captured the late night visitor. At one point after the boys called 911, they said the bear tried getting into the room they were in. And meanwhile, he said, we still had uh, to have to hold the door, barricade the door, and we had to remain quiet all through this traumatic situation. We have never been through anything more scary, Bobby said. Meanwhile, Hayes' mother... quiet or the bear will see you. Hayes' (laughs) Hayes mother, Susan, was upstairs and spoke with a dispatcher, and she said that she was told to put, uh, to ignore her her mama bear instincts. There's Uh, a bear in the house. uh, Yes, there is. That's when Deputy Allison Pereiro came to the rescue. She kicked the door open and got the bear to leave by firing a warning shot using a plastic bullet. Uh, They said that the bear got into the uh, refrigerator and ate two cartons of Ben & Jerry's ice cream and left a little surprise on the living room carpet. So you... you not only eat the ice cream, you crap on the floor in wow. the living room. That's not right. That is not right. So, anyhow, uh, they had an interesting encounter. How about this for an interesting encounter? A small rainforest raccoon-like creature ran into a Florida apartment and bit a man after he opened the front door to head to work. Oh. Yeah, the kinkajou bit the man's foot. A kinkajou? Yeah, scratched his I leg. I know those things. Inside the Lake Worth Beach apartment, but did not seriously injure him. A uh, witness, uh, Natalie Dulock, said it sounded like a 300-pound man was was tackling him in the kitchen. By the way, Fatso, if they ask, I'm a kink at you. Dulak said the furry mammal with sharp claws clung to the man's leg as he fought to get it out. Wow. The man managed wow. to lock the long-tailed animal in the bathroom until wildlife officers <laughs> arrived. Uh, Florida, Out of freaking nowhere. Uh, Florida Fish and Wildlife Report said the kinkajou was taken to a wildlife facility. Officers didn't say where it came from. According to National Geographic, kinkajous are native to the tropical forests of Central and South America. I'm not a practicing kinkajou. Although many of their kinkajous features uh, features and traits resemble those of a primate, the kinkajou is related to the raccoon, believe it or not. Well, if a moose shows up for a party, you better have food on hand. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? A family. What do you feed a moose? A family in Alaska was having a pool party in their backyard when a moose showed up. The human scattered as the animal drank. I know water. I sound like a bear, but I'm a moose. The animal drank water from the pool and then it stole a taco. Uh, nobody was injured, and it seems the moose Turkey meat. Love ev- it. eventually wandered off on its own. So I, They can kill people. I've never heard of a moose eating a taco before, but, you know, it is the bizarre fight. Why don't you forget the moose? We will. For a moment. For a moment. Uh, authorities in Florida were called to a high school on Wednesday after a raccoon was spotted behind the glass of a vending machine. It got <laughs> into the vending machine. You know what happened? Uh-uh. A moose dared it to do it. <laughs> the, the Volusia Counter Sheriff's or County, I should say, Sheriff's Office shared photos of the incident on Facebook along with the caption: "This gentleman was apprehended today while committing a burglary of a vending machine at Pine Ridge High School." Uh, so the officers in animal control wheeled the vending machine outside, and they opened it up so oh. the raccoon could get out of there. And that is all I have in the All animals. Pod. All, all wildlife moose. version and a moose to boot. 
I have a $25 gift card to our friends at Xfinity Live to give to caller number 18 at 215-263. Don't forget that today, Lorenzo's and Sons opens up as well as the Blue Moon Bar at Xfinity. And in fact, they are now open. The first Ooh. 100 people there yes. get a free slice of Lorenzo's Pizza and a free Blue Moon. Do you know that all the While pizza they, they brought in for us is yeah. gone? Is it gone? It's gone. They brought in three pies, which, of course, are, you know... Gone. The, the size of a, of a Mini Cooper. Like, what the hell happened? They're gone. Unreal. All right, go get yours before it's gone, by the way, at Xfinity Live. We'll take a break, and we'll be right back. MMR, buy some gear. Check out the rock shop at WMMR.com. Snazzy. Steven Singer's Ready for Love Diamond Engagement Rings are ready to go. <laughs> Whether your budget's $500 or $5,000, Steven has the perfect ring for you at the perfect price. Online at IHateStevenSinger.com or at the other corner of 8th and Walnut in Philly. IHateStevenSinger.com. Back with more of the Preston and Steve Show podcast. Money, Money, Boston's on MMR. And 10 minutes after 10, as we navigate this uh, Thursday morning, man, Friday will be here. It'll before you know it. And a great weekend. Yeah, we do have beautiful weather <clears throat> in store for the weekend. It's going to be just 80 degrees tomorrow. But get past today, 93 or so. And uh, humid conditions. And uh, it'll be great this weekend. So enjoy that if you can. Uh, today's lesson question, we give away tickets to see Jim Jeffries, who's going to be performing uh, Saturday, October 5th at the Keswick Theater. This is for the 10 p.m. show, by the way. Uh, let's go with, uh, for our, st- our lesson question, uh, footballs were originally made from pig bladders, and we learned that the first baseballs were made out of what animals? 215-263-WMMR. All right, footballs were originally made from pig bladders. And then we learned that the first baseballs were made out of which animals? 215-263-WMMR. If you know the answer, you should call. You just might win. We're going to do the uh, trash while you call in. The trash business is a gold mine. 93.3 WMMR with Preston and Steve's Hollywood Trash. And it's brought to you by the Philly Pops. Come together. Pops rocks the 50th anniversary of Abbey Road, November 8th, 9th, and 10th at the Kimmel. Tickets are on sale now at phillypops.org slash Beatles. What's going on this morning, Steve? Well, Justin Bieber and Haley Baldwin, who are married legally, are following through with a full wedding and reception to take place on an estate in South Carolina. While many are saying Haley is doing everything, Bieber defended his involvement, saying, quote, we're going to have ice cream. Oh, my God. Larry King's wife, Sean, saying she will not fight his request for a divorce because he's old and frail. Sean says this is not the Larry King she first fell in love with, who is fragile and incontinent. (laughs) Hey, hey! Well, it's happening. Liam Hemsworth has officially filed for divorce from Miley Cyrus, who says... Uh, she has he, uh, she has become hoary and filthy. Hemsworth says this is not the Miley Cyrus he first fell in love with, who was slutty and disheveled. <laughs> and this is All righty then. We'll see if we can get an answer to this question. See if you know the answer to it. Footballs were originally made from pig bladders, and we learned uh, that the first baseballs were actually made out of which animals? 215-263-WMMR. The number, and to the phones we go. It's Mike. Hey, Mike. Good morning, sir. Hey, good morning, everybody. Hey, uh, Mike, do you happen to know what animals uh, baseballs were originally made out of? 
I believe that was a living guinea pig. Living yeah. guinea pigs, yes. <laughs> you got it right, Mike. Hang on the line. For you, sir, we have a pair of tickets as MMR Rocks Jim Jeffries Saturday, October 5th at 10 p.m. at the Keswick Theater in Glenside. And some tickets remain for the early and late shows at AXS.com. Time for music news. Preston and Steve's Music News on 93.3 WMMR. You know what I love? Meat. Ah. Uh, This morning it is brought to you by Duncan. It's pumpkin season at Duncan, and you can enjoy the flavor of the season to its fullest with pumpkin-flavored coffee, donuts, and more. America runs on Duncan. Limited time only. Participation may vary. As I said earlier, I had some information concerning Dave Grohl and Queens of the Stone Age. But unfortunately, it's this. Dave has shot down rumors that he will make an appearance on the next album from Queens of the Stone Age. Uh, uh, the reports of his the f- involvement began circulating earlier this summer when Billy Gibbons of ZZ Top had said in an interview just one month ago, I was making a record with Queens of the Stone Age, and Dave Grohl was also taking part, and he decided to have a big barbecue. But Dave denied that he plays on the LP, uh, saying, you know, I, I never effing mentioned that I'm on the new Queens record. I'm not on the new Queens record. Uh, you know what uh, Josh and I have been doing together? Riding motorcycles and eating waffles. That's it. Well, that's not as exciting. Dave said, I wish I was on the new Queens album. I effing love playing with Josh. He's one of my best friends, but at the moment, it's just motorcycles and waffles. <laughs> of course, Dave played drums on the band's 2002 album Songs for the Deaf and also contributed drums to five songs on 2013's Like Clockwork. Meanwhile, uh, Dave Grohl has hinted that Foo Fighters could debut a new song at this weekend's Reading and Leeds Festival in England. Uh, noting that it's the Foo's seventh appearance at the event, Dave said... We could bust out the same set that we played in 1995. We could come out on stage with new songs. We could come out on stage and do a chronological history of the band in reverse. It's just a matter of figuring out how to do it. So who knows? We'll have to wait and see. But there is a potential, from what he said, of some new music coming out. A determined Slipknot fan may have finally figured out the identity of... Tortilla Man. No! The mysterious new percussionist in the band whose name has been kept a closely guarded secret. So he thinks he knows who it is? Yeah. After John Sli- Samos. No, not John Samos. A- after Slipknot guitarist Shimroot gave a recent interview in which he described Tortilla Man as a world-class pianist and a great percussionist who is schooled in music, Reddit user Les Conley did some digging and has now gone public with his findings. According to Conley, Tortilla Man is multi-instrumentalist Michael Pfaff who played keyboards in Slipknot percussionist Sean uh, Crayon's side project, Dirty Little Rabbits. Hmm. Uh, Faf was apparently introduced to Crayon years ago by Slipknot DJ Sid Wilson. Faf has a similar build and height as Tortilla Man, and Redditors have found that Faf's family members are following hashtag Tortilla Man and other hashtags on social media related to the mystery musician. So, so Faf's family follows? That is some pretty good detective work there. That is very good. But that is indeed... The Faffer. Tortilla Man. Bad Wolves will release Killing Me Slowly, the first official single from the band's upcoming second album this Friday morning, and the track will arrive at uh, radio stations about 9 a.m. Meanwhile, Bad Wolves have just shared a video for I'll Be There, the first song previewed from the upcoming LP. The group's sophomore studio effort is called Nation, 
and is expected out before the end of the year, and it will follow up last year's debut Disobey, of which they had the big uh, Cranberry Zombie. They had a big hit with that. It's wild because with the um, the Tool album coming out the way it did, it's been a long time since they're fewer and farther between a full album coming yeah. out that generates excitement. Yeah. You know, things are sort of parsed out a lot more. Yep, you're exactly correct. And then one last thing, Ozzy Osbourne has spoken with Rolling Stone about his recovery from an injury he sustained uh, while coming back from his recent bout of pneumonia. Ozzy fell at his Los Angeles home, aggravating years-old injuries from a 2003 ATV accident that required surgery. Ozzy said, for the first, say, four months, I was absolutely in agony. I was in agony beyond anything I ever experienced before in my life. He said it was awful. Uh, I'm taking physical and occupational therapy classes, but the progress is very slow, and they say that it's going to take at least a year. So he obviously has issues with... uh painkillers and has had addiction issues yeah. how's what does he do don't know uh he's hoping to be ready by january he said he said uh he had surgery on his spine and neck uh saying about his stay in the hospital i cannot describe to you the helpless feeling that i had i had to use a walker wow. to go for a pee i had to have nurses day and night just being in the hospital is enough to drive you nuts i thank god i didn't paralyze myself when i had that accident and I wouldn't be here now. I would have jumped off the effing roof or fell off the roof or whatever. Uh, since his latest accident, he's developed blood clots in his legs and is now on blood thinners. He said it's scary stuff. He said from 40 to 70 was okay. And then suddenly you get a 70 and everything's caved in on me. Uh, he postponed all of his 2019 tour dates as a result of the fall. But he's on the mend and he's doing better supposedly. So. I meant to bring this up to you guys a while back, but uh, he posted a photo on Instagram a week ago, and in that photo is one of our former calendar girls. Yeah, oh, wow. Sherstie. Yeah. yeah. Uh, she was a uh, Eagles cheerleader for a bit. And, um, oh, she's great. After she, was being, uh, after she was done being an Eagles cheerleader, she was in the Preston and Steve Totally Office calendar, and then yeah. she went on to be a dancer, I think with the, like, the Disney cruises and stuff like that. But uh, Sherstie was awesome, and she's in this photo with Ozzy, which is pretty cool. I thought she was a singer. Oh, man. No. Dude, uh, you're slipping. Uh, uh, no, no, she, she was, was a dancer. Jinx, oh, my God. Jersey's sister was also yeah, yeah, who, wait, Katie, Katie, Katie Ann. Ann. Oh, Katie, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, she was the singer. Right. No, no, she, she was, was a dancer. So Sherstie's sister, yeah, okay, yes. Yeah, we, now we know them all. The yeah. lovely family. Who all dance with uh, Ozzy Osbourne? Of course, you know he's uh, the rock and roller. Yeah, he's a singer. He's right? a singer. Oh, Why don't you? Oh, he likes I moose. Had moved on. She's a moose. I had Stop moved on. Just go with it. No. She's a moose, right? No, she's a dancer. Why don't you forget the moose for a moment? Oh my God. <laughs> Was that used? Yeah, yeah. It sounded like Abby. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Oh, That's all I have in music news. We're going to take a break. Let me give away the last $25 gift card I have for Xfinity Live. Do I have one left? You're literally holding it in your right hand. Literally. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking. I saw you look. I'm looking around the room. I'm like, where's the last one? Yeah. Who's the dead man that took my glasses? It's <laughs> right here in my hand. It's all right. <sighs> we that, had a thing last that night. That Beasley yeah. Award ceremony yeah. wiped me out of last, last night. All right, let's take caller number 19 at 215-263-WMMR. I'll give you 25 <laughs> $25 Xfinity Live gift card, 215-263-WMMR. Don't, uh, Don't forget that Lorenzo's 
100, the first 100 people stop by today at uh, Xfinity Live. Yeah, bring us some. Where the Lorenzo's mm. has uh, opened officially today. You get, you get a Lorenzo's and you also get a Blue Moon uh, beer because they have the Blue Moon bar that opens today as well as you have to be at least 21 to get the beer. But first 100 people, they're going to be gone quick. So uh, make sure you head by Xfinity Live for that. We're going to take a break. Be right back. Stay with us. Here comes the MM Army. What's going on? Saturday from 11 to 1, Jackie Bam Bam rocks the customer appreciation event at City Auto Park, 4395 Route 130 South, Burlington, New Jersey, with music, games, prizes, and the absolute lowest deals on Dodge, Chrysler, and Jeeps. Visit DodgeChryslerJeepCity.com. Hang with Nick McElwain Saturday from noon till 2 at the grand opening of the Edge Fitness Club in Warrington. 100 Easton Road. Get founding member discounts when you join before they open as low as $9.99 per month. Visit their preview center next to the club or edgewarrington.com to join. 93.3 WMMR. Everything and everywhere that rocks. We were just talking about Ozzy on the men from uh, Fall he had a while back and brought up all those ATV issues he had a while back. So uh, he's still trying to get better. Ozzy Osbourne, Black Sabbath, 93.3 WMMR Paranoid. It is 10.30 on Thursday morning, the President and Steve show. we got one more day to go broadcast-wise this week, and, uh, and then we wrap up and head into a weekend. Hopefully got some good stuff planned. Uh, it's been fun today. Really enjoyed talking to Kate Flannery yeah. this morning. yeah. Uh, Kate Flannery, good friend of the show, is a contestant on Dancing with the Stars. And that will start next month. And uh, we are going to push for her to win. We are going to hit yep. that yep. constantly. So Every we're going to call upon you to vote for Kate Flannery. We're now going to be the Dancing with the Stars show. Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. Yep. yep, we're back to that now. So, uh, But uh, she was great, and uh, she's excited to uh, to be a member of that. Uh, thank you also to Ian Edwards, comedian. He's going to be at the Helium Comedy Club tonight, tomorrow, and Saturday. HeliumComedy.com to get your tickets. And thank you to our buddy uh, Giuseppe of Lorenzo's uh, for coming by today. And Tony from Xfinity Live. And they brought a bunch of uh, pizzas, a bunch of Lorenzo's. But that got inhaled and is gone. God, I, I had like... Who ate all of that? I had half a piece. I think uh, uh, I Connor said it just, they, they, there was like a raid that came in from around the building. Yeah. Well, Marissa we ate one still... by, by herself. Sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> what were you going to say, Kath? You figure it's still the same amount of slices, right? They're just enormous. Yeah. Uh, what do you mean? The... You mean like eight slices, it's right? Eight, it's only eight slices, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, it's like sh- a normal pie. Yeah, exactly. It's just no, 19 it's... sizes bigger. Yeah, exactly. So uh, in each piece each slice is about uh, it's it's almost the size of a regular pizza <laughs> yeah. that you would get it's crazy so, but anyhow somebody ate all our pizza gone oh, anyway i don't know how they're doing down there at xfinity but the first 100 people starting a half hour ago got a free slice of pizza somebody texted and it's all gone yeah i don't know it's, if that's the case or yeah. not but um anyhow thanks to those guys for being by here today it was nice all right we need to do our letter of the day i have no idea what uh, bam bam's story is he's not here yet so i'll do it let's do it here preston and steve on 93.3 wmmr now the daily letter and the preston and steve show is brought to you you today by the letter (laughs) by the letter p is in pierre robert all right i like it jackie made it in all right p add that to the collection it'll make a word tomorrow we have a three-day vip a pair of three uh, three-day vip passes (laughs) 
Uh, for Keystone Comic Con, you can geek out at Keystone Comic Con August uh, 23rd. That's tomorrow through the 25th, Pennsylvania Convention Center. And on the 25th, Tom Holland stars Spider-Man Far From Home. We'll be there. Uh, Keystone Comic Con is so much more than a Comic Con. It's an exciting weekend for the whole family. You can get tickets at KeystoneCon2019.com slash tickets. So we'll give that away tomorrow. How you doing, Jackie? I bought the waffle dust. You bought the waffle dust? You were talking about the waffles. You have the waffles. I bought the waffle dust. We all need a little bit of that. Mm. Okay. <laughs> all right. Wow. Did, you, did you snort the waffle dust? No, it's the powdered sugar, Casey. Oh, okay. Not the you. booger sugar. No. What the hell are you talking about? I heard Listen. Preston talking about uh, Dave Grohl cooking waffles. the waffles. Yeah, got him yeah. going on waffle oh. dust. Nick, were you not paying attention to the music you know, news today? Waffle on, dust, Nick. clearly my fault. Uh, <laughs> you were at the award ceremony with us last night. Did you uh, stick around for the musical performances and whatnot, or I, did you have to get out of there? I did. I stayed okay. a little bit later. Cool. Uh, myself and Man about town, Bill Weston. Did you guys and, have a good time? Uh, yeah. What, what was the uh, girls? Callie Calbert or whatever. Bubbles. Colby Calais. What was the big hit? We're sitting there going, is it Bubbles or Michael Buble or something it's like that? It's Michael Buble. Yeah. Wait, no, it's sh- called Bubbling. That's her song or his yeah, song? No, no. Her song is called Bubbling. I got confused. I was just, go have some waffle sugar. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah so we all need it, like you said. No, uh, yeah, it's called Bubbling. <laughs> and she was there. That. There was there were some country artists and so on because uh, <laughs> they were... You know, different formats in our uh, company, and they had uh, a few of them out. They were talented. So it was, uh, one was really exceptionally good looking, I understand. Talented. Yeah, you yeah. guys just own that thing. <laughs> you showed them what Philadelphia is about. That's the way to host an awards banquet. Well, well, thanks, you know, it's great to great. see Debbie Calton got a special uh, oh, yeah. uh, honorary thing from the company, and uh, it was great. Got a bunch of flowers. She was totally surprised. Just all crying, her yeah, little yeah. noontime nugget. Yeah. My toes and is that her? Yeah. That's bubbly, yeah. yeah. Okay. All right, anyway, um, what do you got coming up on the show today, man? Oh, that's right. We yeah, have uh, get work- your notes out. Yep, where are they at? We have uh, workforce blocks. It's in He's- his pants, so give him yeah. a minute. Oh, my God. Do you have pockets? Yeah. Oh, here it is. It's down no, there on my ankle. It's by his ankles. It's in his stretch no. pants. Yeah. Hold on. He ricocheted off his nut sack and headed down. To his ankle. Yeah. yeah, and you guys had to bring that up. <laughs> what I wear to work. I, I brought it up. Everyone laughed. They knew. They love you, but they, they know what you <laughs> dress like a gypsy. Uh, I hope you love Santana and the Doobie Brothers. What a perfect segue here. We have free tickets for that. We have collective soul <laughs> tickets for uh, Parks Excite Center. Uh, Piers Workforce Blocks today. Uh, we welcome Lenny Kravitz. Kravitz is in town uh, playing the Met this evening, so we'll give you a concert warm-up. Uh, Lane Staley of Allison Chains would have celebrated a birthday. It's also the anniversary of their debut album, Facelift, so we'll play a lot of that in our workforce block. And shares a birthday with, uh, Press, am I saying this right? Roland Orzabal. Yeah, yeah very very good. Okay, you know it. Okay, yeah. 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 is one of my favorite bands of all time. All right, he's celebrating a birthday, and uh, we'll do a workforce block of Tears for Fears, and uh, a couple 80s metal bands released some albums today. L.A. Guns, Enough's Enough, and Rat. Maybe we'll uh, just wow. take a ride in my time machine. All right. Okay. I love it. Thank you, Jackie Bam Bam. I want to thank our sponsors, President Steve Show, brought today by Duncan, the official coffee of the President Steve Show. <laughs> and the President Steve Show runs on Duncan, also brought to you by French Creek Outfit in Phoenixville with everything you need for the great outdoors. French Creek Outfitters, why take a chance with anybody else? And Drexel University, gain confidence in the online classroom with Drexel University's test drive. Sign up at drexel.edu slash test drive. Tomorrow, all you need to know is it's Friday. Yeah. That's all you That's need it, to know. Man. Enough said. That's it. We are done. Rage on. Have a great day. We'll see you tomorrow. Again. Bye-bye. The Great.
Reston and Steve love you. Hate you. Line. I'm just fighting. I love it. I really do. To bring it up in August, it's got to f- stop. Seriously, eight o'clock in the f- morning, and my balls are already swimming. Roll it out in October like you should, and then let it stick around till December and January. That way, we can enjoy it when it's actually f- cold out. Next message. <laughs> Hi and welcome to this Wednesday. Wait a minute. Next message. It's 2019 and people still don't know the concept between the fast lane and the slow lane. Move the f- over. The Preston and Steve love you, hate you line. Call 484-434-1333. MMR rocks. Brought to you by DellToyota.com and DellChevrolet.com. Jack, sell them for less.